0: Alright everybody, welcome to the brand new Tuesday show here. We're trying some different stuff for you guys. I am James Chen, once again joined by Team Red, I guess. No, that's a Guilty Gear thing. But the Red crew over here, I have Ultra David and Mr. Tubeware. How are you guys going?
1: Doing super well. Very happy to be here for the first time today on this excellent new layout that you have constructed for us
2: yeah yeah this is the first time i'm ever seeing this layout so i'm i'm still blown away honestly i'd never seen it before until right now at this moment so exactly
1: at this moment right here and by the way coincidentally unrelated to anything else that's already happened today uh check out the bottom there where we have a new uctv streaming computer fund and if you could donate to that that would be fantastic if not no big deal let's hang out and here's what we're gonna do today we're gonna talk about these items on the right or the left and <laughs> dang it I was on so a bluff. side on one of the sides of me and as we do that as you can see over there on the right it says topic timer underneath tuboware. that is where we're gonna have a little timer reminding us of how long we are blathering on I'm Gonna try not to ramble too much we'll see how that goes it's tough these are tough these are tough
2: Times are Directions
1: to have to pay attention to. So the the topics will include, of course, all the Tekken 7 news that has happened. We'll get to that first. After that, we're going to be talking about Granblue Fantasy Versus and the patch and community feelings about that. We'll talk about Street Fighter V and Dan. We have Hanzo Gonzo here to do the interview. I know nobody's heard him on the stream yet tonight, but we're going to bring him on maybe in half an hour or so whenever we get to that. We're going to have the 5-5 matchup stuff, of course. FGC discussion topics. We'll talk a little bit about whether... Streaming is harder than doing a minimum wage job. We will get to viewer questions as well. You can see a couple of them down there. Then there's some other stuff to discuss, of course. Tournament results we'll get to. We will do some other game news. And then, I don't know, whatever else. Xbox is one of the topics, I guess. And (laughs) other stuff as well.
0: Yeah, and again, like, I'm actually quite happy with this layout. There's some things that you guys haven't seen yet, but I've definitely put in a lot of work on this thing. And so I'm... Quite proud of it, so uh, again, there's more stuff that I'm planning to do with it, more stuff to update and uh, keep making it look better as time goes on. Some of it does cost money for new plugins and stuff like that, but uh, so far, I'm quite happy with it.
1: All right. Well, look, let's just hop into the show, I guess. And let's start off by talking about all this Tekken 7 news that went down. What do you think about that? What do you think about actually talking about the news on this that news would, program? That would be fantastic. Do it. All right, cool. Do and it, we've already it. started the timer, as you can see below 2BWAR. before. right, all right. All right. Uh, right um, Got to gotta get to it. I can't waste any time. Uh, All right. It's uh, lots <laughs> of Tekken 7 news beginning after US East online challenge when Harada and uh, Mike talked about stuff, including... The announcement that Kunimitsu will be back for Season 4, there had been a leak of that earlier in the day, but that was shortly confirmed. Uh, There's going to be a new stage. They'll be coming out in Fall 2020. There's, of course, still going to be another character and another stage that'll be in 2021. Even more important, I think, from some people's perspective, is the fact that they have discussed upgrades to online play. And, for example, one of the things is that you'll be able to see whether the opponent is playing on wired or Wi-Fi. I thought it was interesting that what Harada said was that 60% of players use wired, but that is an overall stat. And on PC, as well as in Japan and Korea, players tend to be on wired. In the West, uh, a little bit more on Wi-Fi. And then, the way that they phrased this was rollback slash netcode improvements. So, both of those things. (laughs) Maybe they'll Uh,
0: increase (laughs) it from three frames. I don't know. Look.
1: Markman said that he tried the new netcode out, and he said that it was good. He's, you know, gave a caution that this was under um, some closed conditions; they could test things well as the as they were doing it. But his experience of it was positive.
0: But see, is it is it? What do you think? Like, is it actually going to be rollback? Ne- I mean, is this rollback netcode?
2: I can guarantee you that it's not, because after Arada said we have rollback, and they said, "Well, how do you know?" and he said. Three frames, and that was his answer. I don't think Harada knows what rollback is. I'm just going to be honest. I, I really don't think he knows. Also, the that fact is, that it
1: was phrased as rollback slash netcode. Yeah. In my mind, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, how did that happen? What does that mean? Are these two separate things in your minds? I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah, I, I, I hearing, don't
2: think it would be a rollback.
1: But hearing Markman say that he has tried it, and that it is improved. He played against, uh, I believe it was Anakin, across country in North America. And he also played against people in Japan from California. And he said it was okay. I mean, even even if that is the case, even if it's not true rollback netcode, this seems to me like it could be a really big deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, even saying that, you know, it might be hard to do on a 3D fighter. I don't even know if that's actually true because um... Most of these fighting games are drawn. 3D fighting games now, right? They're, yeah, they're drawn. I can tell and... you
2: that it absolutely is not because every shooter for the past 15, 20 years uses rollback netcode, and all those are in 3D, guys. You move on a 3D plane in those games; it's not different. Does the shooters actually use rollback netcode? Absolutely. Every yeah, every shoot That's that's what, that's what fighting games are taking now. They're taking netcode that Counter Strike used in 2002. <laughs> like we are very far behind. That is all rollback netcode, man. Wow, I did not know that. Okay, okay.
1: I don't think I knew that either. Okay. Huh, in any case, look, uh, I'm. it would be fantastic if this ends up being rollback netcode. If, especially if it's properly implemented rollback netcode. Obviously, that's best case scenario was like it's killer instinct level. Please don't go into this expecting it to be killer instinct level. <laughs> like if you're a Tekken player who's about to turn on Tekken when they first put the patch out, don't go in there thinking it's going to be yeah. like KI or any MK or Skullgirls or any of the games that are known for a good netcode, come on, don't do that to yourself. But it could be significantly improved. Like, it actually could be better. And if it is better, even if it's not great, I think that's a positive. And even beyond that, it's a positive in my mind that, like, they're talking about it. Like, this is a topic of conversation. It's come up a couple times now. They have addressed it. They have said that they are addressing it. The fact that it matters to them, I think, is a good...
0: I mean, that, that's what I've always said is kind of the silver lining of the pandemic in general, right? So just being able to emphasize that netcode is just awful. We don't have the ability to go, well, we'll play in the offline tournaments and get hype and everything is great. We're actually playing this online. And as we can see in a lot of tournaments these days, you—you you, well, like when we're commentating, we just have to be like, wow, that's interesting punk isn't confirming the combos the same way i usually see him confirm you know that's interesting and i
1: definitely just bring it up <laughs> <laughs> yesterday we were doing the online cpt south america top eight, and one of the players pupilo who had gotten second place previously he was he had a great chance uh he actually just quit mid-match oh, and geez. it was presumably because of bad on online right. connection and we didn't skirt around it we were like look this is it's probably a connection issue like I, I definitely think that you don't have to be a jerk about it. Like, on commentary, you don't have to be a dick. Capcom and their awful network. <laughs> I you don't have to do that. But, but you should. I do think that you can bring it up and and talk about it. It's a topic of conversation that's clearly going on. It will be better if we didn't have to do that stuff. Yeah. When I'm commentating Mortal Kombat, every once in a while, there's somebody drops out of the lobby. When I'm commentating or playing KI, that happens sometimes. The lobbies At are, like, involved. not perfect. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah are but, the connections themselves are good enough that we don't have to talk about that we don't have to be like i wonder if there was like a big lag spike and they couldn't yeah. confirm whatever it was it's just, it becomes not a topic of conversation anymore that would be great i know that's not how it is for tekken right now and if that could be a little bit better even if it's not the best i think that's awesome yeah
0: and, and again you know i i do see some people in the chat talking about like why are we all being so pessimistic mostly i think largely just because of the fact that you know there is that insistence from harada that there is rollback and it's three frames and da, 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 da. and as a person who played tekken for like two months straight I and then you know at one point went offline for the first time and I was reacting to everything that I couldn't react to before. It is not rollback netcode. <laughs> like there, it is definitely, definitely delay based netcode. It is definitely majority delay based netcode
2: than it is rollback netcode. And and also I would like to say that we're not pessimistic. We're just yeah. wary. We're just taking it as it comes. You know. Yeah. We've been told these things before and the fact that they're even looking at it is fantastic like that's that's great that means they're listening other companies are gonna do the same like that that's that's the positive part we just don't want people to be like this is gonna be the greatest netcode ever it's gold <laughs> girls double netplay like that's probably not gonna happen yeah we're just trying to keep people's expectations here instead of here exactly
1: and if it ends up being that it's really strong then that will be Maybe a super great surprise yeah that's, surprise. Yeah, that's awesome. exactly yeah But, yeah, there have been enough of these situations where people have promised, companies have promised that that code will be improved. And and sometimes there's a slight improvement, but sometimes it's, like, barely noticeable. You know, Capcom said that they changed things early this year. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? That's what they told us. (laughs) (laughs) As far as my playing online, it feels the same. So I hope that it will be better than that, at least. Uh, And, again... I mean, our only knowledge about it really is that Mark Man has played it. He's tested Anakin it. Anakin has said, played an it. Yeah, and Anakin. and Anakin, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, the, the thing about it is, the main thing is that they're trying to do stuff, and they're talking right. about it. They're making changes, and this is all before Tekken Eight, right? You know, uh, we'll get into this topic in a little bit later on because there's potentially that K might be testing some more rollback net code for maybe King of Fighters 15 and such. You know, like as long as the developers seem like that they're making strives to do that, that's not a pun intended, but, you know, Guilty Gear Strive obviously is trying to do this. But as long as the devs are making efforts to make improved net code for more than just Japan, <laughs> and they're acknowledging that, I think it's a good sign. I think that's a good sign.
1: What do you think about the wired versus Wi-Fi? What do you, what do you think about having that be something that players can see?
0: I think my favorite conversation was when the person was talking to Sejam about it on Twitter, and they were like, "But having that indication means that everybody will just not play against the Wi-Fi people," and everybody was like, "Oh uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the idea, bud." That's
0: it's, the point. it's
1: just like the conversation last time when we were talking about match-based, uh, skill-based matchmaking, and the complaint <laughs> from some players is. But skill-based matchmaking matches me up against terrible players, and like, the that's right, <laughs> because you're bad. It's the same, same conversation here. If you're concerned about people not wanting to play against Wi-Fi users, it's because you're on Wi-Fi. And this is exactly, this is the opportunity where you should realize, if at all possible, that actually you should yeah. be playing unwired. Yeah.
0: And you know, the thing of is honestly, one of the biggest concerns is like, oh, well, my console's in a different room and I don't want to string. I mean, I have a wire that's going freaking, I have like a hundred foot cable that's like all through my place just to get to my stream station here. I'm willing to do that. Not everybody's willing to do it, but there's other solutions for you, such as the power line adapters and such that can actually help you solve these problems. There are solutions out there and uh, Again, saying my Wi-Fi is great and blah blah. Like, if you understand how Wi-Fi works from a technical standpoint, it's just something that is not. You know, it's 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 very fallible. <laughs> there, there's just too many signals going through the air, and too much stuff that can cause uh, interruptions and packet loss and here there. There's nothing you can do about it by nature of what it is. You cannot avoid that. There's no such thing as the perfect Wi-Fi that we don't need any sort of acknowledgement. Packets get through 100%. Like, that's never going to happen unless... I think a lot of
2: people don't even understand that the fact that Wi-Fi works is kind of a magical modern marvel. Like, yeah. the technology behind Wi-Fi actually working is bonkers. It's yes. incredible that it even happened. And... uh yeah, like you said, it just it's it's not stable. It never will be stable. Something else needs to come out to be more stable than Wi-Fi, but it's what we have right now. So uh, deal with it and get a very long Ethernet cord.
1: Two I understand Wi-Fi. that not everybody can. You know, there is some percentage yeah, of players out there who can't for whatever reason. Their living arrangement's not good, or whatever it may be. That is a bummer, but those people can definitely still play. You can still play. Everybody just will be preferring to play against other people. But like your, you can still <laughs> play. Maybe you play against Wi-Fi people. I don't know. That seems like maybe a bummer, but I would prefer that situation of everybody knowing Wi-Fi versus wired, and if the small percentage of players who cannot do Wi-Fi for whatever unfortunate reason feel put out, I'd rather everybody else have a better time. So, For me, this is cool. The only thing I would say is that I hope that it's not like how in Mortal Kombat, where it will tell you that you are about to play against a Wi-Fi player, and you're just stuck. You can't get out. You just are, oh, you're like aware. <laughs> you're aware in advance, yeah, that it's gonna suck. Exactly right, yeah. Just told about that in advance, and that is, you know, it's a bummer. I, I understand if they can't, if they can't change it so drastically that all those players just would get declined every time on ranked. Maybe that is, maybe that goes a step too far, but it does feel bad to be about to play a Wi-Fi match and then, you know, it goes Wi-Fi like. I mean, that is that is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, Okay, we have two and a half minutes left on this. What do you think about Kunimitsu?
0: I mean, that's who everybody kind of predicted it was going to be based off of the spoiler picture. Well, the tease picture. It did get spoiled just a little bit there. I know a lot of people are happy. I don't know much about Kunimitsu personally, but uh, I think it's cool that they're bringing back returning characters because, you know, that's what a lot of fans want at this point in time. And, I mean, we saw what... Leroy and Fakum Ram did to to balance and everything like that. So going with a character that already exists might <laughs> might be a little easier right now.
2: All I want to is where is my boy Ganryu?
1: Right? Yeah, in the game.
2: <laughs> is he really?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh man, I didn't even know. It shows how much I played back in Yeah, he's there. He, all right, buddy. He's the big Keep Julia right fan. He's the well, big. I've never seen anybody play him. But... He's the big Julia fan. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did get in there. Oh, man. He,
1: is, he I is. remember
2: now. I remember the lore. That's
1: sad. Yeah, that I remember the lore. I, I haven't seen... Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a Tekken head exactly, but I know a lot of people who are, and I see them all tweeting about this, and I didn't see any of them in advance, like, hope that it was going to be Kunimitsu. You know, I didn't hear the call. I heard the calls for Ganryu. Like, I, I know people who are Ganryu fans. So they were looking for that. Julia, like, I've heard of other people saying <laughs> that. Kunimitsu, I hadn't seen... But in any case, for the people who care about her, she's there. This is the daughter of Kunimutsu now. And I guess her story's slightly different. Maybe the previous one was blind, I've been told. But this oh. one's not going to be. And she's a fast character. She's a short-range, fast type of character. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, she looks cool. The, the visuals are excellent.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tekken 7 visuals are ridiculous in general. So.
2: <laughs> All right. Where is my boy gone? I want to fart on someone as a tiny dinosaur.
0: I actually want Roger Jr. back. I really want Roger Jr. back. But what didn't Harada say he was worried because it would look like animal cruelty because the graphics are so good now or something we like that? bears in the game. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Eh, ah, whatever. It's <laughs> That's
1: fine. It's That's fine. It's fine. All right. all right. Cool. Is that all about second? That's it. Good we luck. Did with it. Second place. I hope another the Wi-Fi the uh the netcode strong.
0: All right, so
1: let's we mo- actually nailed the timer on this. Yeah, yeah. us. Okay.
0: All right, so let's move to the next topic. But before I switch topics, watch, watch on the right. i mean watch on the left. I did it too, actually, because I'm pointing to the right. Watch <laughs> to the left. Watch to the left over here. Woo! Oh! Ooh. Animation, baby! Eek. Animation. And we got
1: ten minutes now to discuss this next topic. What do you think about that? There was a patch in Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Also, uh, Bil- Bilial was added, is how I've been told that the game pronounces it. Um, I know how the Hebrew word goes, but uh, that's what I've been told that this game I is pronouncing as. I'm not going to call him Bilial. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. he's in the game. There's a bunch of patches, a lot of characters got changed. Tubo, where? take it away.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Grand Blue Patch. It sucks. I don't like it. Um, I, I feel like our buddy Hero said it best if you wanted to nerf all the damage then you, maybe you like the patch I've seen the majority of the community complaining, not enjoying it, not liking it um, but there have been some people I want. I couldn't find the tweet but I could have swore that I saw Nerd Josh say that he likes it a lot yeah. uh, which is weird because I feel like Josh normally likes big damage and cheap stuff and they took away a lot of big damage and cheap mm. stuff um, I know characters like LaDiva got absolutely nerfed yeah. in uh, So for those of you not familiar with the game, uh, Granblue is pretty footsie-based, and LaDiva had the ability to combo uh, from her longest poke. And that's gone. She doesn't have the ability to do a full screen carry from her longest poke anymore.
0: Yeah, and then um, then they made it so like after if she hits you with Ex Lariat mid screen, she can't juggle afterwards she, she, anymore.
2: Yeah, she doesn't get the juggles anymore. So they they like I said they they really took down a lot of of damage, especially in the mid screen.
1: Um, Did she get? Any compensating buffs? No.
2: <laughs> Come on, David. I, I said this patch sucks, man. No, <laughs> she didn't get anything. Well... Uh, at, least, at least to my knowledge, she didn't get anything that compensates. Um, not to the level of which things were taken away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ladiva's essentially... She, she got deleted. Um, Gran even felt the the nerfs. Uh, his kicks aren't as good. Um... Certain characters did get some buffs, like faster pokes and things like that, um, but it just it wasn't much. It, it's, it, it felt very polarizing. Like no. The game was in a really good place pre-patch, and now it feels like it's still probably pretty balanced besides Belial, um, which is something I'll get into in a second, but it just uh, it doesn't it was not a good place and they didn't have to do what they did. So it just feels very tone deaf. Like the devs were not right. listening to the, the players at all. Cause I mean, weren't a lot
0: of people talking about, you know, that some of the characters were too powerful still, you know, that, you know, yeah,
2: uh... I mean, the, the thing is, it's, it's really hard to say because all the tournaments are online and the game doesn't have great, right. Uh, if you look at America results, Tempest is definitely the best player right now, but mm-hmm. you'll also see everybody saying, well, Charlotte is an online only character. But we don't know, really. there's no way <laughs> for us to actually tell if Charlotte is an online-only character. You know, like it's just its really, really tough um, to say what's good and what isn't and what's real and what's not, because we don't yeah. get to play the game offline. We have to play it online right now.
1: Um, so, Do you yeah, feel like any of the characters tough. got better? Was it helpful for anybody? Are there winners Ooh. here? Like, I heard Lowayne got better, didn't he? Or
2: Luayne got better, yes, but he also got better because everyone else got worse.
0: Right. It's not mm-hmm. even
2: necessarily that he just got buffed. It's that everybody else got worse. Vasaraga did give some buffs. He does more damage in certain situations now, which he didn't really need. He already pooped out damage, so it's kind of... Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's um, interesting, because, you know, one of the things that it seems like it felt like they were trying to do with Grand Blue is they were trying to make it so that the combos weren't too crazy, maybe, but maybe that's why they nerfed a lot of these things, because they were like, actually, this turning out way t- more Guilty Gear than we wanted it to, you know, that oh, we wa-
2: I, I don't think that's the case either, because if you look at a character like Catalina or Percival, mm-hmm. they could do like 70% combos in the corner, right? Right. Um... So it's a lot of damage, but none of it was ever that hard. None of it was ever like four one-frame links in a row. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't mean it was never that difficult. It was just big damage, and instead of lowering the damage of these combos, they took away options completely. Right. So that's what I mean. Juggles that she used to have. Same thing with Percy. um, I guess like that.
0: I guess I don't mean difficulty of combo. I just mean length of combo and like damage output of combo. So.
2: Yeah, I but feel that's like kind of what made the like expression,
0: the yeah, of course, of co- course,
2: the combo like that's part of what made the game interesting. And a lot of people are really pissed off because they don't have that anymore, right? Not everybody does the same combo to the same setup, right? Because I mean, from the a game, already had a lot of that, and now it has even more, and that's kind of disappointing, yeah, because
0: like obviously, from a pro standpoint. You don't like that, right? But in terms of their goals of like, we want to get casuals in and not have long combos, so people get trapped into combos and stuff like that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, which I felt like was a goal of theirs early on, and maybe it was still open enough that
2: people could. They just found stuff that they're like, well, "Dang I it!" Don't, <laughs> I don't think the combos themselves are long. I think the Super Skybound art animation is long. Right. Those okay. shit for like thirty-five seconds a piece that's like the long part right but the actual combos themselves are like ten inputs and they're done within like eight seconds mm-hmm. or so like they're they're pretty standard street Fighter esque style combos so to to lower that and keep the super Skybound art animation you know thirty 35 seconds <laughs> that, that seems silly to me like that's right I mean I understand you need the aesthetic and it, originally it's a mobile card game and people want to see that stuff like the casuals want to see that stuff but if you're if that's like their issue is combo links and that's the stuff they need to lower those animations rather right. than take away options and fun things from the game yeah I just I, I feel like everybody I, like all right so as the charlotta main it the patch doesn't really affect me um, they both buffed and nerfed her demon flip um, two of her demon flip options don't autocorrect anymore but uh-huh. the non ex version is much better now. So hmm. she, okay. she pretty much remained the same. Her Blanca Ball is more punishable on block, but still not that easy to punish. She has more counter hit options. Like, she she came out, I don't want to say a winner, but she came out looking nice because she didn't really get touched that much. Um, yeah, if I had to pick a winner, it would be Le Wayne. If I had to pick a loser, it's very obviously the Diva. The Diva got okay. deleted. It sucks. I hated fighting against her. I yeah. thought she was probably too, a little too good. For a grappler type character, um, but they didn't have to do what they did to her. Right. They they gutted her. So I feel bad for anybody who plays Adiva.
0: I mean, some people are saying that Saurus got buffed pretty decently.
2: I haven't played against the Saurus, so okay, I don't okay. I don't want to talk about things. Gotcha, I don't know. gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but I definitely I haven't looked into Saurus too much. Okay. I hope he did because I think he's a cool character. I think he's really dope. So I, I hope he got buffed and more people play him now. That'd be cool.
1: <laughs> well, what do you think about Belial?
2: Oh, man, that's real stupid. I almost, yeah, thanks for reminding me. So they took away all these combo options from all these characters, right? They're like, oh, too many juggles, too many options, and then they gave them all to Belial, the DLC character. So that's (laughs) real cool. Uh, He has a special move. um, The claw, I don't know what it's called, but he does this big claw, right? It's a huge forward-moving hitbox. Uh, That's not punishable, and it either clashes or beats every other forward-moving special move in the game so he can kind of just throw it out. Um, he does massive damage. He has a really, really great counter. Um, he hmm. has pogo jumps, so he gets double overheads and mix-up. off. He has everything. He has everything. That character is... It's like they made him for Season 1 huh. and then put him in Season 2 and then nerfed everyone else and said, leave that guy alone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so is, he, he, is he too good? I don't no no nobody's nobody's too good. He
1: wouldn't say too good. Okay.
2: Nobody's nobody's too good. At least not right now, right? He's been out for like a week. Uh ask me again in like 2 months if they yeah. haven't changed anything. Yeah. That, then, then he might be too good. But um he's too good in the context where they nerfed everything else and took away all these other things from all the other characters but then let him have all that shit. Right. It, it's not it's not in context with the patch they put out.
0: And it's patch. it's it's worrisome now because that means that You know, if you're a Belial main, you're just going to be like, well, I'll expect the big nerf coming soon, you
2: know, like. Yeah.
1: All right. In 43 seconds, what do you think the impact on the community is? Are people playing the game more or less now?
2: Uh, People will play more right now because there's a new patch and they're trying shit out. Three weeks from now, people are going to be playing less. I think it's a bad patch. I think it's going to turn people away, like competitive players away from the game.
1: Well, that's a bummer. I hope that's not true, but yeah, I can I can see why you would say that. And I've certainly seen other people on Twitter say the same kind of thing.
2: Well, that's it. We did it. 15 seconds remaining. We
1: did it again. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. Street Fighter Five. Dan. Can you believe it? They put Dan in this video game. We've now had more footage of him. They had a little uh, chat about it uh, at Tokyo Game Show. And at Tokyo Game Show, you know, they just had kind of one of these... Um, developers with the host and they were just chatting about the character and they showed a little bit of uh, extra footage about his normals his specials his v skill and his he has super taunt again his v skill is taunt and it is you can cancel into it it has a hitbox <laughs> so you can actually juggle with it like you can do combos in the corner of canceling into v skill he like Goes Meh, and he like hits you up again and he Wait, goes. Wait, how does what, do? what does he do? What does he do? <laughs> and that's a dan juggle, and he can roll around with it. It looks kind of cool. They showed a super fancy combo. It was medium punch, crouching medium punch, ex special move, dan kick. So that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's, it's I don't interesting because
0: I mean when you think about the game there's not a lot of combos that are like medium punch medium punch EX special in the special, right? I mean, that's... I know, I've
1: never seen that before. Yeah. No, I think I think usually not, because usually it's just medium punch, medium punch special. Right, And you don't, exactly. get, you don't actually get the exact... did
2: add the EX, that's true. Exactly. Uh, exactly.
1: No, I mean, there's certainly characters <laughs> who have fun combo routes now. I mean, we're talking about season one, obviously a different yeah, story, yeah, but yeah, nowadays yeah. there are plenty of interesting combo routes. So for Dan, I, I'm expecting there to be more. They actually said on the footage, like the text above it was said basic combo. So, okay, you know, it's a basic combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, As far as why they picked Dan, because even I'm a Dan player, right? I played him in Street Fighter 4. I didn't need him in Street Fighter 5. I've been honest about this. It's not something I was asking for. And I knew maybe five other people on Earth who played Dan in tournaments. So I thought he was not a popular character, but they said that their thought is that Dan is a popular character just with more casual players mm-hmm. and that they, as developers, like Dan. They had a real fun time making him. They enjoyed <laughs> making that's, him a super that's a true I could see that part for sure. And their intention is not for him to be bad. They're not making Dan to be a joke. They are instead trying to take things from his previous versions that will be strong. Mm-hmm. They're intending him to be as viable as anybody else. Okay, it was my understanding, okay. at least, of what they said. So it's not like they're throwing a joke character in the game from balance perspective. I mean,
0: they already have the joke Shoto character. Ryu is in there, right? I mean, he's Dan yep. is probably going to be better than Ryu, <laughs>
2: um, almost for sure.
0: Almost it's for
1: sure. Certainly possible. He does come out with balance changes for everybody else. You know, so when he comes out in December or whatever, wow. winter, I'm assuming it's December, there will be balance changes, so maybe Ryu gets buffed. You know, it's the Maybe gr- in the fourth time they finally give him a buff?
0: Like, you know what the hardest part for people who doing balancing is, is that, you know, if a character goes unchanged, the people who use that character get upset, right? I mean, we saw that happen with Nikali. But, you know, honestly, like, for the characters who are strong in this game, I don't think anything even needs to be nerfed. I just want to see characters yeah. like Ryu, Alex, Nash, you know, I'll be biased, Lucia, you know. Those characters get, like, one or two small little buffs, and that's it. Like, I, when you said there was a patch coming out, I was like, what do they even need to change? Like, that's literally what came to my mind.
2: You don't think Seth needs to be changed? Because I'm thinking Seth might need to be changed. <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised
1: to see a couple Seth nerfs.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean we damage, know. damage output sure, but honestly
2: Their axe kick is too strong, man.
0: That's
1: the, yeah, way too good. I wouldn't good. be surprised to see a nerf on Seth, but probably not a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: And I
1: think I'm with James in general that I don't need a lot of changes. Yeah, just lower third of the cast or whatever could use yeah. some buffs. Cuz even also even these players put Honda in lower third, so <laughs> uh, Honda buffs.
0: I mean, even you Seth. Make it happen. Even Seth right now, I don't even think is as good as, for example, a, in, initial season three Abigail, you know, you know stuff like that. So it, it might be
1: right. That I might be right. But that season of Abigail did get some substantial nerfs mid season. That's yeah, true.
0: That's true. So, yeah.
1: Look, I, I don't know. Uh, as far as Dan, I think that some of his stuff looks like it could be good. His fireball actually goes pretty far if he charges it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. We actually don't know how far it goes because it hit the other Dan when they were showing it off from about half screen, maybe two thirds screen. So it goes farther than it has before, and that's good. He also has uh, he has a back throw that in previous footage <laughs> left the opponents right next to him. Of course that was going to get nerfed. We actually right. talked about it at the time. We definitely were sure that it was going to be changed. Nerf is not the right word before a game changer. Right.
0: I mean, that's what Tyrant was-, was joking. <laughs> was he was like, yeah, he guess- got nerfed before the game. Before he even got released, he got nerfed.
1: Yeah. It wasn't going to stay like that. There's yeah. just our... There are very few characters who get throw pressure, especially mid-screen. So they weren't going to leave that in. So I'm not too worried about that part. But as far as the rest of the character, he, in my view, he has stubbier normals than he did in Street Fighter IV. He doesn't have some far stand medium kick. His crouching medium kick was pretty good back then. Um, His stand roundhouse had a good hurt hurt box to hit box sort of ratio. He did have some good tool. EX stand kick was super fast and went pretty far. So he was a farther footsie's character than I think... Several other characters were in the game. Like he was actually pretty good on that front. But in this version of the game, just to look at his normals, I would guess it's more about up close pressure. Yeah, but I, I mean, guess we'll see. I mean, that would certainly fit with the so, game, right?
2: What we know so far about Dan is he has medium, medium special moves, and he's stubbier. This sounds very much like a Street Fighter Four to Street Fighter Five character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you may be right about that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited for it. Again, it's not. He's not a character that I needed to be in the game, but since he is going to be in the game i'm definitely going to try him out and yeah i don't know we'll see i liked pressuring people with him before but it would just be yeah he i mean he will he will have to play really differently but like a lot of stuff we just don't know can you cancel into taunt on block could you do dragon punch taunt cancel backwards on block
0: i okay. mean you probably can do all those things but they'll all probably be negative and so, you know, it's just a way to try to throw the opponent off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have yeah. to be ready for uppercut yeah. back roll. And then they could probably, it'll probably be like minus 20-something so you
2: can dash up and punish it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah, there's, there's no way they give them a free FADC. Yeah. There, there's no way.
1: But maybe you can play the mind game of if the opponent wants to try to get a crush counter on you, they have to stand there expecting it. And if not, then they have to dash forward and punish.
0: Yeah, that's true. The other thing is Maybe too, you can play mix up. I don't know. And honestly, like, if if regular Uppercut, like, let's just say they give it zero invincibility, like not even strike or throw or whatever like that, then, I mean, is Uppercut roll really going to be a problem? (laughs) Knowing Dan, he's never really had an invincible Uppercut before except for EX, right?
1: He had such a good DP in Street Fighter Four. That's right. That's right. It was was honestly one of the best DPs in the game, and I'm not joking about that
2: was like the second most invincibility behind Saturn.
1: yeah it was actually super good yeah yeah, it was crazy right. it. yeah i don't know why it was like that but it was
2: because
0: i'm thinking i'm thinking more like alpha three where you had to have the random chance that it was going to be good like people actually figured out it's every eighth action taken if it's his uppercut it had the flash and the invincibility and action Dude. meant either you jumped they jumped You did a button, they did a button, or whatever. It just counted and cycled, and every eighth action, if Dan did an uppercut, it would flash white and be invincible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What a game.
2: I'm glad glad they took time programming that in now. Dude, you
0: don't understand. I love. The way that Alpha 3 just kind of went absolutely ballistic with its mechanics, like the freaking, you know, the trade mechanic depends on whether you're open stance or closed stance with the opponent and you hit. Dude, they just went nuts, and I love that about the game. Uh, We
1: have limited time to finish this game. Should we program in a way so that Dan's DP is only invincible sometimes? Or, you know, I heard something about, like, not going back to neutral and combos can... Make you continue the combo for a really long time. I was told that was the case in this development room, and then they're like, <laughs> "Let's go with the Dan. We'll do the Dan. We'll spend our time on the Dan." And I, it was great. Time well spent. Yeah. yeah Good job, Alpha uh, Three. Exactly My that. favorite fighting game. Yeah.
2: Only, only James Chen and Daigo feel that way.
1: You know whose favorite fighting game is Alpha Three? Is Al Yoon? Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. He's always posting about it, like and, James Chen. Um,
0: Go honestly like obviously i don't like the crouch cancel infinites but if it wasn't for that i s- swear alpha 3 would j- i mean obviously it's flawed like any other fighting game but really that game is is they made so many interesting ideas that's what i liked about it, it was what everybody kind of wanted at that time break the formula experiment try something crazy and I feel like they did a good job with that, and that's what I appreciate the most about that game.
1: Fair, Yeah, that's absolutely fair. It's very experimental, yeah. and I appreciate that mm-hmm. too. All right. And reverse dramatic battle.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: We can't say anything more in three, we We're moving on. <laughs> we are definitely going to talk about the Virtua Fighter stuff, for sure. There's mm-hmm. just not that much to say, so it's going to be later on. For now, though, we're going to bring on... Hanzo Gonzo. Are we going to do that directly, or are we going ah, to... let's take a break, and then when we come back... <laughs> I don't know, I was planning to, but then here you just talked to ball in my direction, and I'm just going to hit it the other way, so let's take a break, and uh. G- he's going set things up at his request. Are we going to do we'll that
0: directly?
1: We'll be back All right, with G- we'll a Jan-induced break very shortly.
0: All right, be right back, guys. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday Show. We're going straight into the interview over here. I just realized now that if I change the topic here, we can't see the timer on this page. So we're gonna, I'm going to have to figure out a way to do that so we can limit Carter. We can hear you. Yeah. you
3: can you guys me? I can't. I I can, are you can you hear me? I, you I, sound I, like I, a robot. Some crazy crap Whoa. is happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been holding that. I, I was trying to uh, scare James.
0: What the hell was that?
3: (laughs) (laughs) The mic, the fucking, the stream's fucked up, dude. I I sound sound like a fucking robot robot. Uh, now. Are you
1: here? Alright, I'll stop. Sorry. I do think... Uh, uh, Uh... is my picture getting screwed up over there? I'm... Yeah, I think I fucked yeah. up your
3: picture. It's like you're phasing in and oh, out of. it.
1: yeah. yeah. You are. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's finally happening. I'm becoming one with this video game that everybody's always wanted me to play, and I hate it. I hate this series of games, but I'm phasing into it finally.
2: Do you yeah. actually hate Phoenix Wright?
1: <clears throat> yes. But they're why? Just, they're just boring. I don't know. Oh, is, like, I've never,
2: know? I've never played them, so I was just curious why you don't like. Them. <laughs> just a hater. They're fun. They're goofy. It's humorous.
1: All right, everybody. First of all, before we talk to Hanzo Gonzo, I just want to say, look at my cool dinner that my wife made, which is a very, very tasty dinner. Was that like Everybody a, be chill. eat like that a, now, that's right. It's a sweet potato stuffed with its own innards after she cooked it. She murdered the sweet potato and stuck the remade, refried... Uh, sweet potato innards in there with beans and with goat cheese and all sorts of other stuff. Anyway, can you guys stop talking about my food? You
0: didn't tell me Monzo you Monzo. were
1: going to
3: kill it.
0: Oh, oh.
1: If you guys could stop talking about my food, let's interview. Yeah, Monzo. my
3: real girlfriend that exists made me dark chocolate almonds,
1: so that was and my you, dinner. Did she send them to you from Canada?
3: Uh, yeah, she's from Latvia, all 13 she of my cheerleader table. model girlfriends.
1: Oh, sick, dude. I, I used to date somebody from Latvia back in the day.
3: Oh, cool. They're happy.
1: They're, they're, happy. they're great there. they all having a it good time. It actually
0: turns out, though, it's the same person. You're both dating the same person from Latvia. Well, so.
3: I'm dating 13 people, to be fair. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but the, it's yeah, pretty,
0: there's
2: there's going to be some overlap there.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty
1: broad swath of the population in Latvia. It's not a good like you Probably guys are
2: making fun. jokes, but I actually did have a Scottish girlfriend. <laughs> and now now I feel like that guy who Yeah, you like my <laughs> girlfriend in Scotland. Yeah. You know, you don't uh, know her. Uh-huh. Hey,
1: but I actually also did have a girlfriend in Finland for a while. So all I right. do date thirteen women, so Yeah, it's we're all <laughs> telling the truth. In a way. In yeah. a way. In a way. We have Hanzo Gonzo on here today <laughs> to talk about his jaw. Are you down here? Yeah, you're down there at 10 and what they do in broadcasting and producing and various things as well as talk about fgc content more broadly what's up buddy yeah
3: what's up uh i guess uh yeah if you guys don't know me i work at 10 i'm a producer over at 10 and i do a lot of back-end stuff as well as execution for a lot of fighting game event broadcasting as well as some activations you may have seen we have merchandise and podcasts available now on 10-0.gg and uh, yeah, I do a bunch of shit. I guess it's kind of hard to define. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, especially um, with COVID,
0: we don't have the right screen here. But I'll switch to the other screen just so people can actually see my detail. Was what does Hanzo Gonzo actually do? So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: but it's it's hard to define in like a sense. I can if I'm in a meeting or something. Like I,
1: I'm I'm it's basically just in charge. Curious, Hanzo Gonzo. If okay, that is your name. What do you do? What's your gig? I'm uh, about I, to give you many, many monies. What are you gonna do with them?
3: Uh, I supervise uh, both talent and contractors in regards to facilitating events, specifically broadcast events, but not necessarily that. We've done parties as well as press conferences and educational shit. Uh, so I mean, we, we're actually kind of broad in our, I guess. Uh, execution like we have we have a lot of clients and we do random shit especially with offline i mean i've done a show where we were filming inside a giant inflatable uh washing machine in um in the middle of a new york uh street it was on 19th i think and they when shut down the street these? lg put up a giant washing machine and then we filmed people race through it c-tier celebrities um <laughs> uh, so we've done we do weird shit Sometimes it's when, not always. Wait, just wait when,
2: when was this? How long ago was this? Man,
3: three three
2: years ago, I would say. You know, I think. What kind of C-list celebrities were there? Because
3: like it, like in like not a main cast character of what's that prison show with the ladies? Oh, the uh, new Orange black. the uh, is new, is new black. Like a like a new character in like season four. Like that's the type. <laughs> of... <laughs> okay, you all know, right. Celebrities
0: and uh, and 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 any of the you know fg like justin wong you know there anything like that or no no, no. is that Just is that is normies is that considered d-tier celebrity or e-tier celebrity what Dude, are we in game
3: players are
2: not celebrities
3: it depends i would bad. say daigo is an actual celebrity in japan
0: yeah that's, well, that's
3: true, true. Uh, actually
2: no
0: see true. we're not a b c d or e we're f g c celebrities see we're fg celebrities
3: Holy shit! All right. Wow. It worked uh, perfectly. Let's move on. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, especially when we were traveling, uh, I would be traveling forty to sometimes I think it was like forty-five weeks one year, um, where I was just out of the house. Um,
1: yeah, you were telling us before this started that you recently got new sheets because you finally wanted sheets that were comfortable since you're actually at home nowadays. Yeah. Like that's how rarely you were at home before.
3: Yeah, and, and you know, I'm I'm pretty content with it because traveling is not, uh, I mean, I'm just used to it at this point, right? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of fun. I mean, we've traveled places, some of y'all with me. Uh, yeah. I mean, I fucking took James to Poland, Germany. <laughs> hey, events. you know before. what though? I,
0: I wanna say this though that was actually a super fun trip what we did afterwards just hanging out like randomly in like poland and stuff and and again shout outs to tenno for like treating us to like some of those restaurants and stuff but i thought that was that was actually probably one of the most enjoyable fgc trips that we've taken you know i mean present company for one of the reasons why it was so fun so i really enjoyed that
3: yeah poland was great Because uh, the currency is so, like, it's, the dollar goes a long way there. So we can go to fancy restaurants for the price of, like, fast food, essentially.
1: (laughs) I mean, for for me, traveling is great. I really enjoy it. But I don't want to limit it too much. I mean, I don't want to do it too much. I want to limit it because, you know, I'm, like, I live with my significant other. But I guess for you, you know, your 13 girlfriends live abroad anyway. So you're not feeling too bad about having to stay at home or having to leave them at home.
3: Yeah, I'm very used to jerking off alone in the bathtub crying, so traveling is really suited for my, you know, lifestyle.
1: Yeah. By the way, I should, uh, I should say uh, uh, that Teddo is my legal client. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> it's just a great time to point that out after what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yep, love David. But I mean, um, what like... Yeah, I mean, go ahead.
0: Sorry. No, no, I was just about to say, like, you know... uh, how are you enjoying this? Like, I mean, obviously at first you started as a Marvel troll and then you turned out to actually be good at the game and like beat SoCal at the after Aftershock, you know? And, uh, but now you're like doing all this work for FGC, producing all this stuff. Like, is this something that you feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm really glad I'm doing this. I'm enjoying this. Is this something that you're glad that you kind of ended up doing?
3: Yeah, I'll, of course, I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't enjoying it because, like, um, you know, I, I, was, I used to do a lot of tournament organization for volleyball, and um, oh. that's what was my life for a long time. That's right, and... you
2: yeah, <laughs>
4: have
3: <laughs> uh, No comment. And uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, going from that to, like, the FGC, I was doing, I, that's when I started doing FGC stuff, and I lost that job. I kind of was just kind of aimless. And I just, just kind of just took to doing the broadcasting stuff and we had an event called wizard world that we used to go to yeah, like 10 to 12 cool. uh, events a year ish. And that basically, that was enough money for me to be, to kind of commit to broadcasting. And after that we kind of just kept getting new clients and we already had CPT at the time. Um, and then we just kind of kept going and going. And this year, I mean, I'm a full-time employee at Ten O as along oh. with uh, some other people. So, okay, um, yeah, you know, happy, very
1: happy. Because
0: I I know Ten O at one point in time was had only contractors, but you're now full-time yeah. employee there,
1: huh? Yeah. Also, yep. the law has changed with respect to who can be a contractor or who oh, can be an that's employee. Right, that's, that's right. That's right. That's not the only reason that he's an employee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yes, I yeah,
3: did it is the law has changed and as well as it just makes a little bit more sense just due to my, uh, what I do is not necessarily only at events anymore. So, um, but yeah. And like, in regards to like what I actually do, especially with COVID, it's a lot of meetings. It's a lot of talking to clients, reassuring clients, handling clients, handling talent, scheduling (laughs) stuff, um, conceptualizing things like the Friday frenzy stuff we do. Um, you know, trying to be um you know realistic with a lot of the ideas that pop up. That's kind of like where I'm at. But with with COVID and a lot of the remote broadcasting, it's very hard for me to micromanage like a production that I'm not doing. Almost impossible to a degree. Um, just because we have so many partners around the world. I mean, literally worldwide. We have an office in Japan and Europe. So the fact that, you know, I can't stand behind them physically uh, kind of hampers my uh, like actual producer role. Yeah. Because um, that's what I'm actually kind of good at is physically being there and being a dick <laughs> at, a, at a live <laughs> event. Um, that's I've basically why I think I'm good at it. Yeah, I've seen it happen. You're good.
2: I don't know if if you guys at home have ever met or seen Hanzo, and if you've been to tournaments, you probably haven't because he's very busy backstage. But if you imagine a thin, young Danny DeVito... That's that's Hanzo, Hanzo just poking you with a stick. <laughs> hey,
3: you're fucking up on
2: commentary. Ah, that's that's what Hanzo does. Yeah, so I
3: never criticize our commentators. He
2: literally difficult. all the time criticizes commentary. That's all I see. I, I, I don't know.
0: Actually, Tubo he only says nice things about me, so maybe that's just a commentary <laughs>
1: on, on uh... well, I like how the, the part of the sentence that Tubo had about you being a thin, young Danny DeVito poking commentators with the stick. The part of the problem, the part of that that was the problem for you was the the commentators (laughs) and the stick. Yeah,
2: (laughs) He was totally cool with thin, young Danny DeVito.
0: Well, the thin's
3: a lie at this moment. I'm going to be realistic, you know what I mean? Yeah, by the way...
0: But by the way, uh, I I just want to establish to the people on the stream. Some people, one person actually said that they're not super familiar with Tenno. Just as a quick summary, really quick, Tenno is literally the company that puts on like the stream and the planning for Evo. They did Capcom Cup. They do the Tekken World Tour. Uh, well, not the last one.
2: Everything Team Spooky, right? Well,
0: previously Capcom Cup. Long time ago. So
2: <laughs> I like I like, yeah. the, I like that you you verify that by the way. Hansel. No no no. Last Capcom Cup we had nothing.
0: Yeah yeah Oregon. yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> uh, watching pocky challenge with my brother and that's hey, what he thinks I do for a living. Hey so that was hey great. hey.
0: There was nothing wrong with the pocky challenge. Okay.
3: <laughs> well, God bless y'all. Com- I'll,
0: I'll you can't what. can't talk smack about that, dude. I, uh.
2: I will talk smack about that till the day I die, James. I'm going to tell my grand, my friend's grandkids about that.
0: Hey, look, if you did the pocky challenge, you wouldn't be talking smack about I it. I would
2: absolutely <laughs> still be talking about it. There's plenty of embarrassing things I've done in my life, man. I have no shame.
0: I got to work with Kenny Omega. That was awesome. That's man. true. Yeah, that's dope. That, that's That's a good thing. Yeah. That was cool.
1: He's a nice guy.
0: Kenny Omega's amazing, but we're talking
3: about Hanzo, who is also uh, yeah. amazing, too. So, so
1: how did you get roped into this kind of work in the first place? Uh,
3: well, I essentially, when I was playing Marvel, I would go to an arcade called Starbase up in northern NorCal. Gold
4: Starbase.
3: Yeah. And um, I didn't have a car or anything, and um, I was in school at the time, so uh, a dude named Harrison, who's now my neighbor... Uh, basically yeah. drove me uh, to the events, and he was helping out Haunts um, at the time. Mm, that was streaming the events, haunts. and so yeah. I just
1: started like, Who's Haunts for the Haunts? We're in the year twenty twenty now. Oh he's been... no, yeah, he's yeah, still <laughs> oh, right. so relevant haunts anymore. Oh, he is. Uh, Man, I know him now.
3: Yeah, uh, Haunts is was a broadcaster in Northern California for I Play Winter. He created it, and then he moved on to create essentially helped create CPT as a concept and uh, facilitated the worldwide release of CPT. It's the 25th anniversary series. And then has since moved on to, he was at overwatch for a bit and now he's the main production dude for call of duty. Yeah.
1: Oh, um, uh, okay. quite, quite so a career. He,
3: yeah. So he's over at, uh, Activision at the moment and he's doing great. And
1: uh, yes, I just
3: talked to him. And yes, year.
0: this is the same Harrison that were, that used to work at Capcom. He still works at Capcom. Yes. Doesn't he?
3: Not currently. Oh, so. okay, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so I just started helping out for for those like offline arcade events because I had some uh, I had a stream, and it was decently popular at the time. So I understood like capture software, I guess. Um, so I just helped them out, and then I Seg Chris Seglia, who's my boss, says that I talked a lot of shit personally to him when I met him, which doesn't sound like me. But uh, I can't imagine. And, no, uh, I'm not even a little bit. Uh, that's why he hired me to do uh, NorCal Regionals for the first time. It was the, I don't know, y'all were there, I think, but it was the one with the the two stories where the pools were situated in the opposite <laughs> oh, of the stream, yeah, so yeah, everyone yeah. had to run up and down for the stream. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to a production workflow. Was me literally running upstairs and downstairs for three days straight, Sick. Uh, which was, seemed, out. in hindsight, horribly designed. But, you know, that's, that was my first event, I think, by 2013, I think.
2: Yeah, I think were right. different back then.
3: <laughs> and then uh, I eventually did EVO um, in 2013. Uh, and since then, I just started helping out with uh, IPlayWinners Winners broadcasts sometimes. Um, and then with the Wizard World stuff in, like, 20... I forget what fucking year, to be honest. Um... It's
2: like, like 355 uh, launch was 20, ish that was 20, 2016 because i had just moved to minneapolis when yeah. you guys came
3: here yeah, yeah yeah so like around that time is when i started seriously getting into it because i, w- I didn't have a job like i just quit pack 12 and uh you know i was just kind of floating around so mm-hmm. basically i just started getting into that and then through those we just kept getting more clients and like uh just kept going uh Honestly, I don't know how I survived on the <laughs> amount of money I made. I'm gonna be fucking real. I don't, I don't really know because I lived by myself at the time too, and then like my brother moved in for a period. But like, I don't know how I didn't become homeless. Like I straight up, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I don't recommend that path, <laughs> to be quite honest. L- listen, but... Carter, that's my everyday life, my everyday <laughs> month.
2: That's how I live. I've always been poor, so I know exactly what you went through. I'm going through
3: it now. It's great, man. It's a great way to live. Yeah, I, I recommend mean,
2: it to everyone. Keep you on your toes.
3: I was pretty content just because I'm a weirdo, but like, um, yeah. I, I mean, I I went to college. I dropped out of college pretty early on, because I didn't like it very much. Uh, so Makes I mean, sense. I just kind of been going with the flow. Uh, and now I'm here. Now I moved down to San Francisco. I'm above our event space that we own that we're currently building out at the moment. Nice. Uh, in downtown south san francisco and uh that's really cool we thankfully we kind of the city kind of lagged a little bit in their approval because um if we opened on our like set date like our projected it was like covid was hitting so like that was pretty lucky (laughs) uh, for us so we're currently just taking our time with it um and getting everything built out to make sure it's good to go once you know it's safe to go um, to be offline so I That's didn't. another big project we have.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, can I... So here's here's kind of a, a little bit of a tough question, I guess. Um, you know, before COVID hit, obviously you guys were in charge of a lot of the important things in the fighting game community broadcast-wise and stuff. Like, what do you feel like is missing from the fighting game community? What do you feel like is holding us back? This is pre-COVID I'm talking about. And then...
3: What we- what do you mean by holding us back?
0: Like, like not getting as big as like League of Legends streams and all these things like that? Or what do you just feel like we were missing in terms of just improving the quality of fighting game community streams? And then do you feel like COVID has kind of hurt us in that advancement? Or do you feel like that there's a silver lining? So kind of a two-part question. Really
3: So, in regards to, are you talking about tournament streams or personal FGC streams? Uh,
0: Tournament streams. Tournament streams.
3: Yes. Yeah. Tournament streams, for the most part, I mean, there's some innovation to be had. Um, we tried at Evo with the jump-off style, like broadcast. Mm-hmm. Something a little bit different in execution and conception to maybe give people a different option to a viewing experience. Stuff like that, I think, might be a little bit helpful. That's not realistic for all tournaments mm-hmm. at all. And given the fact that most tournaments are still grassroots, aside from maybe like three, um, it's not realistic to maybe expect a grandiose restructuring unless a company comes in and pays specifically to do that. Like, a, like a like, let me give an example. Like Riot has a whole offline structure that facilitates online broadcasting for any event anywhere, right? Um, so they can have these innovations whenever they want. They can have broadcasters not even be at the event, Dang. and it still look like offline, right? <laughs> uh, and they did that for worlds, and everyone got pissed. I mean, obviously, because if you're a commentator, you kind of want to be at the event, yeah, yeah. for various reasons.
4: They were there like at that, the event.
3: <laughs> yes. Ooh. So, like, um, stuff like that. When you when you pour money into it, you can get a lot more creative with like your conception. But I think, I think in regards to tournament streams the actual tournament streams are fine i think pools are um you know mike cross talked to me about this in like really long ago like 2014 or something but like i think pools might be obsolete to an extent um just because um you know how many upsets happen in pools is maybe not that big i think nowadays it it's starting to get a little bit bigger just because of the amount of new blood that came in Mm -hmm. with Street fighter 5 as well as like Dragon Ball. Yeah, um, buddy,
2: uh, my my pal Marine dog walked Dogura live on on stream and pools. Sure. Like, pools are not obsolete.
3: Sure, but you know, a diamond in the rough doesn't prove that the entire desert's fucking diamonds, you know what I mean? So like uh <laughs> Uh like you can't uh, you have this eight hour block of shit that sometimes people just don't like watching and you can see it in viewership that uh you know, people care about the top 64, top 32s more so than right. the pools, right? So maybe something to spice up pools, maybe more, you know, like, you know interviews or like um, segments or something yeah. um, are possible. But even then, I think um, the thing that a lot of tours and like companies miss, and I, I like that Tekken is doing that. I mean, we're involved with this, one. Um, but um, you know, having like sh- pre-shows, C B T is doing it too pre-shows and stuff like that stuff like content that's not specifically tied to the event where it's just more about talking or in like a casual sense hanging out um i think stuff like that is like really important like um capcom pro talk with mike ross uh, was incredibly important to cpt like um as a function of getting people interested into it as well as bringing in in wider audiences um so you know when you cancel something like that it's kind of like a big what the fuck um, but, uh, I'm glad that most companies are trying to bring that back, yeah. I guess, because it also, um, you know, shows talent has a broader range than just commentating. Like mm-hmm. they can host these style of events and maybe, you know, someone like IGN or GameStop is like, oh, cool. These people are really good at doing these show things. Let's right. bring them in to do something. Yeah.
2: And, uh, real quick, Carter, I just want to verify for the chat, Carter's oh. not a- saying that he wants pools to be taken out of tournaments he's just saying less stream time should be dedicated to them yeah because they're generally yeah. to watch uh,
3: it, it's kind of like a weird concept um to try and limit the time of pools because people are kind of attached to it like inherently
4: mm-hmm.
3: i mean when i said that i mean you've already brought up marine right people are just attached to it um so i think we need it off with like actual content is like maybe the actual move because eliminating them wholesale i mean who knows i mean you
0: could probably even do uh, like the jump off kind of style where you can actually watch stuff not live like just call the the good matches from the the, from the pools and just kind of throw them on there like that and have (laughs) people commentate them as if they are live you know
3: so uh, we have done a concept like that. It was called Strong Style, uh, where oh, you yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you record every single match ever in the tournament,
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: and then you formulate a show around it. Uh, that's pretty fucking difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we did do it, but um, it's very difficult. Especially in the size of the that tournament was pretty small. I'm not gonna lie. Right?
0: Like, yeah. Like,
3: 200 people. Like trying to do that at a CEO. With all the other hurdles in regards to production and you know stage building and all this other shit um is would be herculean and require a lot of budget i don't i don't doubt we can do it to be honest uh it just requires a lot of money as does a lot of ideas like i think people don't realize like i understand or i should say we understand that you know sometimes things are cool in concept but then there's not a monetary backing for it. So right. It's impossible for us to
1: execute it. Like, you know. Makes sense,
2: That's just reality.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, what about uh, community streams as differentiated from tournament streams?
3: So, uh, I'm, I'm usually a little opinionated about this. So, I mean, I have a lot to talk about it, but um, in general, I would say that a lot of the FGC has been getting a lot better in regards to their content planning as well as like streaming and maybe um being more unique in their approaches instead, instead of just sitting there ranked and just fucking mashing buttons and just like complaining. Like there's a lot more content out there. Uh for example, I mean Sageam does D D every Tuesday, seven pm Pacific, twitch.tv plus say jam <laughs> uh called Magic Pixel, which I'm also on. That's yeah, you know okay. supplementary content. Uh, that is not FGC related. And then you have stuff like we have the Friday Frenzy stuff with like the Among Us game that we just had. Yeah, like by Fall the guys. way, yes yeah, see, wait, any of us three, and that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I am planning to invite you guys if we do do another. I, uh, I
0: realize I now why Tuba <laughs> wanted to bring uh, bring Hanzo on to interview. The just so he can yeah, yell at you about absolutely. that.
2: I was offended. I was legitimately offended when I was not on that list.
1: I just couldn't believe the marketing for it. When you guys are talking about the chaos that you're about to have. And I'm looking down the line at the people who are on that show and thinking chaos.
2: <laughs> this is going to be? <laughs> chaos. Yeah.
1: Come on. You want chaos. You let me know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: Don't do it, well, like, Carter. Don't do it. You know, Outside do of Friday it. frenzy, you know, uh, stuff like, you know, I think, uh, I think like jam Crofts has been like, did that jeopardy thing. He does like weird shit yep. all the time. And like, You know people um collaborating uh, a little bit more promoting other people's youtubes and streams uh i think rating is a big deal on twitch that is not utilized um to the full i mean i thought hosting back in the day and y'all were a part of this was when we had those that show block with the show that sucks (laughs) yeah where we would host 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 now i mean did that ever happen consistently i don't fucking know but uh the idea i thought was really good um and but like people don't band together like that usually yeah um, but it's good it's good to it's good to rely on other people to help you out yeah. um which is not a fighting game mindset at all people are very individu- individualist true by
0: nature of the um, game we hate playing games with teams cuz we don't want to rely on other people right
3: <laughs> yeah but I, I would say uh lately especially with covid i kind i think it's kind of i want to say force people to step up yeah. i think it's forced people to exist yeah. Online. Um, yeah. So yeah, just that step is great, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they are, it's going to be hard for them not to be. So I think going forward, it's just going to be improvements in regards to the outreach of, like, streams yeah. and YouTubes and stuff like that.
0: So, so that kind of is the silver lining of the pandemic and being locked down and stuff is that people are learning how to do content better and better collaboration and those kind of things. Like the Friday Frenzy stuff, right? Like, yeah. And like even Justin pulling in everybody for his Among Us streams and everything.
3: Yeah. Steve doing Jump King with Yipes. You know, Yipes is a Call of Duty streamer right now. Yeah. Uh, at the, at the, <laughs> the moment, for the most part. definitely you know, Those streams is. are yeah. great, you know. Like, fighting game players and personalities are so fantastic, in my opinion, in comparison to a lot of the other fields <laughs> that they have to compete against. Uh, me I, mean, I, watch, I mean, it's not even like me jerking us off, right? It's like, you watch these card game players with the personality of, like, a fucking cardboard box, and they have 20k viewers, right? Like, it's just like, if you get Yipes up there, or Steve... None of y'all. But like other personalities, uh, they will do really well. Did you say none of us? <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to no sell it, but okay, okay. Yeah.
2: I was going to let it go. Yeah. I'm just I, kidding. I, I just kidding. see <laughs> how
0: it is. I see how. Th- Thanks for coming on, Hanzo. <laughs> no,
3: no, no I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I never liked uh, you since you
3: beat SoCal
0: at Aftershock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
3: that was eight years ago. That's what? you feel old? Yeah. Holy hey, damn! <gasps>
1: that was eight years ago. Uh, Holy crap! Did anybody beat you that day at uh, After Shop?
3: Yeah. Um. I did, I maybe not. I, I thought I did. What's that? Hey, uh, hey, maybe James. Maybe by the turns. way. Oh, fucking the goddamn Haggard spammers. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Goddamn Haggard.
1: Maybe some Haggard player beat you. I don't know. So some Haggard players beat me. To be fair. Maybe a couple of Haggard players yeah. beat you.
3: I have a new
2: generation spacing challenge, James. Okay. I want to beat Carter's little ass in Marvel just like I did, Flo. Because I went in his stream like a week ago. He was like, You and Flo fucking suck. Blah, 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 you blah, guys blah, are blah. really bad. But listen, yeah. if, if I play Carter. You're from if I play Carter today, I will absolutely dunk everything he does in Marvel 3. Ooh, so I, I challenge ooh. Carter just like I did Flo, who also said the same thing. Oh, you suck, I'll beat you, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I'll fuck you up just like I did Flo. So anytime you want to play, I can throw up the cloud, you can come on Generation Spacing, and I'll dunk you all the same. I hate
3: fact,
2: I'm not going to lie. Yeah, see? I, the, uh, the, this is the world we live
3: in, though. We live in an That's online true. world. That's true. We are, in the, we are in the online world. Ah, maybe. I haven't all played right. that game in a while. Nope. <laughs> Start practicing. I'll give you two weeks. Start it's practicing. Weeks. Be
2: confident,
1: though.
3: Yeah, I mean Tom was really bad, so like maybe I could just yellow it. <sighs> I'm so nice. But I'm like, if, find
1: out. yeah, if he beat you, you would feel real bad.
3: No, I wouldn't care. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's pretty. That's actually what I expect from from <laughs> God, <laughs> you, you know, what?
0: I just got <laughs> That's
2: 100. What I expect? I'm there's no really, real, really, real payoff.
0: I really need to learn how to how to be dead inside. <laughs>
3: I'm not dead, inside. I'm just content, man. That's,
1: that means he's happy. He's already right, happy
0: that. exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm not saying dead inside as a as a negative thing. <laughs> oh, man.
1: All right, buddy. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to plug or otherwise talk about? I
3: guess I stream. I'm probably going to play Hades later, you know.
1: Is that game good? Everybody's playing it.
3: Is it really good? Yeah, I like it a lot. It's really fun. Cool. I've it's I've a been big, uh
2: rogue-like, right?
3: Yeah, I bought it back in 2018 like when it came oh, out and... yeah when
2: it was uh, under construction or whatever
3: yeah and I'm pretty big fan of the game it, it just came out so be yeah I,
2: right. actually, I actually got a
0: code for it so I'm what kind of game is it it's, it's, it's a roguelike
3: it's a roguelike action game oh interesting if you ever played like Transistor or Bastion so oh Bastion oh. is so
2: good okay Bastion okay. is top 10 game all time it's like
3: but on crack 10. I would say right what, what is your stream twitch.tv slash hanzo underscore gonzo
1: Hey, what's the name Hanzo Gonzo about?
3: When I was really young, I had to switch off my brother's Xbox name. So, and I was a big Kill Bill fan when I was like 11 and 10 for, you know, horrible reasons, I guess. But, uh so Hanzo, Tori Hanzo, and I misspelled the word Hanzo, and oh. I looked up words for weird, and uh, Gonzo was a word, and I was like, that rhymes with Hanzo, so. Wow.
0: What a
1: great origin story.
3: It
0: has nothing to do with the Muppets?
1: No. I love <laughs> it. This is actually even better than I had hoped for. It makes no sense at all. That's perfect. That's actually perfect for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess
1: uh, you know, hey, uh, the fates have it. Carter,
2: Majin Obama's yelling at you in the chat. He says, Hanzo, please promote the ten oh, media yeah, platform yeah. and its humor support outlets where they can enjoy great content. I did. Like That's the, the Friday start. Frenzy series, Iron Earth. No, you talked about it, but where ten- can they find it?
3: We have a lot of shit on our website. We have merchandise, officially licensed Bandai Namco products, as well as uh, we have podcast. We just released a podcast with Selena Vega. We have one with Kenny Omega as well. Uh, we have like a movie podcast. We have Iron Nerd, which is like a quiz show, which I'm on. Um, we have wrestling podcast. We have another one, Best Damn Nerd Show, which is like more of a general one. That was an old podcast that existed back in the day. That was very popular, and we have it on our network. Um, Yeah, we have a bunch of shit. And then we have Friday Frenzies, which we randomly do. We're trying to be a bit more consistent in regards to it. But, you know, we have a lot of activations and stuff with a lot of big companies. So sometimes that takes precedence. And, I mean, we're heavily involved with some of the tours on the FGC side. As well as some of the activations that you guys see. Like, I mean, for example, we did the the boys' Kumite. I basically came up with that concept. So...
1: It was yeah, great. Yeah.
3: It. They I mean the the parameters for the, the the request was really weird, so I had to call it something equally as weird.
1: So. <laughs> I was, uh just to be super clear, how do you spell ten and ten o if people were to go to that
3: Ten dash oh dash tot G G <laughs> oh, 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 like, overwhelming or Orgasm, not oh, Zero. It. Hold on, hold on.
2: I, I put it in the chat, too. I already
1: Probably. know what it is. I'm just hoping that you'll tell people who are listening. Right, and you, um, the yeah, Twitch
0: yeah, yeah. channel is Tenomedia, basically. T-E-N-O, yeah. media, no space. The website is 10-O.GG. There you go.
3: All right. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. If y'all have any more questions, I guess, just let me know. James.
2: Oh, actually, I have one question for you. I asked the same question last week. Uh, Will you hire me?
3: For what? I
2: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All right. Thanks, Hanzo.
0: Thanks, Hanzo, for being. uh, I think that was. I think that was the answer we needed right there. Okay.
3: Hit me up Friday, James.
0: Friday. Okay, I'll try to do that. And like I said, if you don't hear from me, hit me up because I'm terrible, and I'm. I won't do it. Because, honestly, it's it's not that I'm forgetful or anything like that, but a lot of the times I feel like I'm so, like, I don't want to bother people. It's the whole introvert crap. All right, crap, tell you so. what.
2: I'm going to tell you to text Carter. Okay. And then you guys can handle it. Okay, I'll sounds make, good. I'll make James do it. Sounds good, sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Later. Peace All out. Bye-bye. Bye, Carter. Thanks for coming on. Love you. Bye.
1: Say hello to your 13 girlfriends for me.
3: Uh, approached. <laughs> What? (laughs) All right.
1: Well, that was was Hanzo Gonzo, guys. Great ending, actually. (laughs) All right, cool. So, again, thanks a lot to Hanzo for coming on, talking a little bit about Tenno and his history and what he thinks about FGC Media, all that sort of stuff. We will now move on to our 5-5 matchup.
0: Yeah, by the way, I mean, the transition between the two scenes here and having... Uh, David and uh, Brandon here in place and all that stuff like that. If you saw our previous interview shows, it's all weird. Shout-outs to the Purple Sharpie, by the way, who saw the the last one of the previous interviews and suggested OBS Ninja to me. So definitely uh, a lot of credit to her for throwing me in this direction. I used OBS Ninja on Celtic Throwdown this past weekend, and I understood how it works and stuff now. So, uh, shout-outs to that, and I, I, I actually really like it. Okay.
1: Alright, we are moving on to this next one. 5-5 five, five matchup where we have FGC discussion topics, of course. This is the one that we picked. We'll get to the viewer ones in just a sec. We have 15 minutes to talk about would you rather work at McDonald's than stream Ultimate? This comes from a tweet originally supplied by leffen which i believe he's deleted now so i can't read verbatim but essentially it was (laughs) him discussing what he views as difficulties in streaming super smash brothers ultimate and preferring more or less to have worked at a minimum wage job Uh, he later then put out a series of tweets basically saying like look like you know His intention was to, I'll read it. My point was that to stream Ultimate the way I did, 12 to 16 hour days with a sleep schedule to favor US audience with no days off for a month straight online only was awful. And that to me, the work of doing that for a game you didn't enjoy, hated online in front of thousands of people was far worse than working a minimum wage job 40 hours a week where I could turn my brain off. If I would have gotten paid the same amount. um, Is the big, the big if at the end of that right there. Uh, he had further tweets, you know, again, he apologizes, so I don't want to blow him up specifically because he has, you know, said that he didn't uh, he is not trying to be a jerk here and he understands that people who are doing minimum wage jobs are oftentimes in hard spaces and that's not his intention to, you know, make make light of that. Um, but I think the general point of streaming versus doing regular jobs is still worth talking about. So as yep. a general intro, what do you think about Would you rather work at McDonald's than stream whatever game you don't like?
2: Uh, So kind of building on what you said, I'm not going to go in on Leffen because he did apologize. Um, But I feel like a lot of what he said, A, um, is a cultural difference. He lives in Sweden where if you work a minimum wage job, your minimum wage is a livable wage. (laughs) Much different mindset than in America – where if you work minimum wage, you can't afford a one-bedroom apartment in 90% of cities in the country. Also, his point said, if I could work a a 40-hour-a-week job versus working 16 hours a day, buddy, you chose to work 16 hours a day. Nobody made you stream that much. The fact is, you were getting paid, so you did that. That's the only reason you did that, because if you weren't getting paid, you wouldn't stream 16-hour days. You wouldn't stream 12-hour days. You'd stream probably like five, six-hour days and enjoy your life. But the fact is, he was making money hand over fist. So he chose to do that. Therefore, his whole argument of would I rather stream or work a minimum wage job where I can turn my brain off, which, first and foremost, that's not a thing. Working fast food is hard. Working grocery stores is hard. Shoveling shit is hard. Like, these jobs suck. Um, so him saying that I would rather do that if I made the same amount of money, well, buddy, then you're going to be working 16-hour at those jobs and you're going to hate it way more than you are streaming, creating content, playing a video game. If you watch anybody stream for 12 hours, anybody in the world, they don't play games all the time. They take breaks. They let other people play on their stream while they commentate, talk about it. They, um, do goofy stuff. Like watch YouTube videos. Like they basically are hanging out with their, their audience essentially. Working a minimum wage job is not the same. Stocking shelves at Walmart is not the same. It it sucks. It's it's soul draining. And I have streamed full time in in my lifetime. I didn't do it for very long um, because I found a regular job afterwards. Um, But I have streamed eight-hour days, seven days a week for a month straight. And it is draining. It is tiring. You use up your social energy bar very quickly. However... I would for sure take creating content, being my own boss, making a shitload of money over working at just about any regular, barely getting by, you know, job. Like, it's, it doesn't, In in my brain, it doesn't compare. When I could be my own boss, when I have the potential to make a ton of money, when I create my own schedule, when I do what I want to do, when I want to do it, is so much greater than having a traditional job so i that's that's where that's where i think leffen really really messed up in his argument
1: the hypothetical of being able to work at mcdonald's or whatever it may be and make as much money because again right that's his hypothetical here is just not it's not worth like thinking about right like it's just not that is not a possibility sure it's very unlikely that that kind of thing will happen so i don't I don't really know why that was the hypothetical whatever so I'm not even gonna address that because it seems impossible <laughs> uh, sure. the I mean streaming is definitely a job there's a, there are a couple of reasons I don't do it full time one is that I would rather do lawyer stuff um, but then the other one is that I would get drained i would I would really get drained especially in previous times in my life when I've felt depressed more often lately I've been mostly feeling good. I mean, COVID's been unusual at times, but other than that, mostly. And so I I have been streaming more, but I would, I I totally get what you mean by saying that you're sort of like social, you have a bar of like extrovertness and it just gets drained at some point. And even though you're by yourself while streaming, I'm by myself with James in this room right now. (laughs) And, And, you know, even still, like, I feel, I'm not drained at the end, it's only a couple hours, but I, I certainly, like, want to veg a little bit afterward, mm. and when I do longer streams, I yeah, I feel a little bit out there. But I, what what I would say about that as well is that there are many jobs that require that same thing of you. If you're working in many different gigs, if you're, like, a call center person, if you do, if you're a waiter or a waitress, if you're, you know... Um, if you're a clerk or whatever it may be. I mean, there's a lot of jobs where you, like, have to interface with people constantly, yeah. and that is also really draining. Um, I've been lucky to only have done that once, um, and that was, yeah, I mean, I felt drained for sure. So that that's part of why I don't do it, right? But um, I think that that's something that exists in a bunch of different jobs, and I don't know that streaming is any worse when it comes to that than any of those. Yeah.
0: I mean, for me, you know, it is a lot of it really just depends on the kind of person you are, too. And I think that's also something that has to be kind of added to it, because, you know, we've talked about guys like Tasty Steve, like he's the most natural at just being entertaining. Yipes is really good at being smug, right, is amazing at being entertaining I mean, for me, you know, uh, I'm part of that crowd that says that the hardest part of streaming is actually hitting the stream on button, you know, because you're just like, God, here we go, you know, because like the, the, the whole um, that that introvertedness, you know, and it is hard to try to be like when I play video games, I get frustrated, I get mad, you know, and things like that happen. And uh, recently, it's been really bad because of the pandemic. Uh, for me uh, in particular, which has made streaming very hard. And um, it is t- it is tough. It is a lot of hard work to do. You know, you, you like you said, after you finish streaming, you kind of want to have a break. And even then that doesn't even work because like when we stream here, as soon as it's done, I go and start editing and all this stuff. It's like you never really get a chance to kind of relax a little bit. And it is it is a lot of work. Having said all that, would I rather do this and still than than just, you know, take a take another job like, like, like working at McDonald's, not trying to paint McDonald's as the worst place possible to work. But you know, I would still rather do a lot of this. Although the responsibility of keeping your own schedule, of being on point, of streaming consistently, one of the reasons why my stream has never grown is because I just don't stream consistently. You know, because there's just, it's, there's just when stuff like happens to my cat, all of a sudden I just like, I don't want to stream, you know, but the problem is a lot of things trigger that in me a lot more than other people. So it is hard kind of being the person responsible for your own self <laughs> sometimes. And, I, I do think uh,
4: yeah, certain personalities
1: are better or worse suited to the idea of being a you know, work for yourself kind of streamer. Um, yeah. I think that I think it's true. And, you know, I'm not sure that I would hold up Steve or Yipes as being particularly super great at that. Like, Steve is, Steve has a great person. They both have awesome personalities. Um, but, you know, when we're just hanging out with each other, they're not like, they have more, maybe a sp- Steve especially has more energy than most people, but he's, he is still like definitely entertaining when it comes to a stream. And he can't do that 24 seven. Not even Steve. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. So, so that's, I don't know i mean the the idea of, of streaming yeah you you do have to certain people are more suited to it than others and you do have to work for yourself and that's not easy necessarily i mean i work for myself as a lawyer too and i have to self store it or not or i just don't make any money so there is that side of it but certainly i think that that stuff is easier on the whole i think more people would rather do that on the whole than have to do work that like tubo was describing before maybe just drudgery uh that yeah. stuff is real real frustrating to do, real hard to do long-term um, and sort of maintain the rest of yourself in a strong way.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, I can tell you I, I've worked call center jobs and they are the worst. They are the worst jobs I've ever had. Um, to the point where I was drained and I wouldn't be able to come home and stream. I just couldn't. Right. I couldn't <laughs> do it. Uh, you know, I'd go and i work these long 10-hour days and I legitimately enjoy streaming, but I haven't I looked at my my so I'm partnered on Twitch right. I looked at my payments from Twitch for the past three years, and in 2018 I got one check. In 2019 I got one check. So these these call center jobs basically drained me so much that I didn't want to do something I enjoyed for two years. Now I'm finally streaming <laughs> again, um, and I, I'm actually having a really good time doing it. But yeah, man, I I just I don't see how. Uh, working like, like you said, call center, Amazon warehouse worker, McDonald's, whatever, lawyer, whatever you want to say that you do, uh, it's just as draining as being a streamer. It's just as draining as being a content creator. Yeah. So to I mean... say, I would rather do one of those jobs and turn my brain off. That's, it, it, I feel like it's very inaccurate, uh, as well as insensitive to people who do those jobs yeah. because they are hard and they do suck.
0: Yeah. Also, I think a lot of it really is the the, the interaction part, right? So the past three days, I've been sitting here working on this layout and it's been a lot of work. I mean, it's been a lot of work, doing a lot of research, trying to do stuff, you know, using technologies that I've never used before, learning all the stuff. But I'll tell you, man, those hours went by quick (laughs) and I enjoyed it. And I had a good time because part of me is a I mean, that's why I went into programming, because I kind of like that kind of stuff. And you get to do it by yourself, and you don't have to interact with people. (laughs) But again, I think that's part of the introverted nature of me, so.
2: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm excited for my gig that starts on the 5th, because I don't interact with people. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I'm super, super pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't
0: understand. Uh, Yeah, I
1: mean, look.
2: Like I was just about to say, you
0: don't even you don't understand, like look, I am so proud of how I've rigged up this stream. Before, I mean, we did a screen capture of a timer. We did all this timer is all built into one thing now. This is an HTML page, okay? I'm gonna shut off the HTML page right now. All of that is an HTML page that does everything automatically based off of settings from a JavaScript and stuff like that. That's one resource. That I've created and it does all of that stuff through the JavaScript automatically I don't have to do any work except for changing the topic uh, it'll even jump however many topic lines that it needs to and stuff like that like I'm Super cool. I love i this doing this and optimizing it is like one of those things that you know, is is like I get excited
2: about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and obviously not on topic with the five five, which I think the timer is actually about to run the out. Timer yeah. has
0: run out. Yeah, the timer ran uh, out already. So it, uh, it's, I just, it's real
2: nice to see you excited about something, James. That's your friend. That was really cool. Was yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> it has—it's been too long, but I'm—I'm I'm happy you found something. That's yeah. dope for sure.
1: All right, let's move on to the viewer segment of five five matchup. Sure. On to the next one. We had five that I put in here today. And do you, are you going to have these on stream? I, don't I am going
0: this. to do that as soon as you start reading the questions,
2: unless you want oh,
1: to read okay. the
2: questions already.
1: Number one, what is your biggest pet peeve in the FGC? Number two, has there been any progress or updates on the FGC code of conduct? Three, should Capcom Pro Tour qualifiers for each region have commentators from those same regions? Four, how do you see the role of commentators in educating casual audiences about fighting games? How should a good commentator walk the line between being entertaining yet educational? Five, if Project L is a good fighting game with regards to gameplay and also has solid rollback netcode, then do you think it has the potential to be the biggest fighting game in the future? Winners. Tied. Number one and number two. Let's get to number one first. Let's get to number two first because this can be real fast. Uh, oh, okay. Has there been any progress or update on the code of conduct? Well, I'm basically writing the code of conduct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not in in a substantial way. I like I've put it together. We have been trying to get feedback from a lot of tos from people in broadcasting, from people who are involved with rights holders and pro tours, from people who are involved in in community and locals. And just a very wide swath is the intention to sort of get people to get their eyes on this. People who, who operate discords, you know, whatever angle of the community we can get. Just getting feedback is really the process right now. And there have been lots of great Ideas for feedback, you know, that has prompted lots of changes in the code of conduct so far. Not none of the code of conduct is like adventurous, you know. None of it is. I've written codes of conduct many times for contracts for clients in the past, uh, engaged in any number of things, and it's just, it's kind of the same, you know. Don't be a dick, you know, you know, you know, you already know. You know, already know what the. I mean, seriously, like you already will know what the rules are if this ever comes out. Uh, the The more pressing part, the more difficult part is everything involved in investigating and enforcing that's the difficulty because that is much more related to you know people either wanting to be involved or not wanting to be involved or just wanting to know the people who are involved so that they can believe that the results will be better uh so there's a lot of it hasn't gotten to the stage of like wrangling about whoever's in what but I imagine that that will be an issue here there's a there's a political angle to it to be frank and so that's going to be part of it and similar kind of stuff when it comes to who makes the decisions what are the decisions that can be made what are the mechanisms for for putting that into place all sorts of just how do you run this thing kind of questions more so than hey don't harass anybody don't assault anybody you know i mean the the actual violations themselves are just very clear the whole rest of the process is where all the difficulty is and that's something that um probably will take a while but for now since we are in covid times and there are no offline gatherings i think part of why this hasn't gone as fast as possible is that it you know the it isn't as pressing, I think, in some people's minds to have this all nailed down because we're not going to have offline events, certainly not in the u s for d- definitely this year, maybe most of next year we'll see we'll see yeah, we'll see so it's just it's just it maybe feels remote, but I think it I think it is important for sure, and I'm hoping that it's something that we can apply not just to offline events but to online spaces as well. I'm hoping that some people who run discords will agree to enforce it. I'm hoping that some people who run streams will agree to enforce it in their streams. You know, I'm hoping that there will be more, uh, there anyway, that's like the state of things. It's just, uh, it's a very much a work in progress.
0: I mean, it sounds, I don't know, I guess kind of from one aspect, it sounds kind of weird because it was such a big topic. And now, I mean, it's probably just because of the no offline events thing that it hasn't really been as big of a priority for our community. But, you know, I do think
1: that is it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and on top of that, like people went back to school. They went back to college. And some of the people involved in this were in college or people have found jobs again who were laid off during early COVID times and they're working again or whatever it is. Like there Mm -hmm. have been things that have come up with people who haven't been able to put as much time in Um, family injuries in some cases, people who are, you know, concerned about parents and there, there have been lots of other reasons as well. But I do think that this is the biggest single one that it's just, you know, we're all we're all online and will be for the foreseeable future. For sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. Yeah, I just figured that would be a faster one to get to.
0: Yeah, considering you are the answer to the question. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, mean, I don't think myself as being totally in control of it or anything. Right. It's, right, right, it's right. just, i you know, as there are a few lawyers in FGC, but I've written this kind of stuff specifically right. in the past, like I said. So. Uh, I have been taking the lead on that, but lots of people have given important feedback and lots of people have uh, led to changes or have just inserted new stuff in there. So it's, I don't want to paint it as being like my project, but it's, okay. yeah, it is still definitely a work in progress.
0: Okay. Just know that that means no one, it's never going to be a bannable offense for farting at tournaments and using robots and stuff like that and, and, and stretchy, stretchy limbs owners. So,
1: no. No, playing Dawson will not be a bannable offense. It but should be. Gross, but stench, yeah, is stench is actually listed in the violence. <laughs> All right. But it should be. I mean, and that's, that's how I didn't even come up with that. Other people did because that's how they do things in their scenes because they have had people who have showed up and smelled so gross that it was off-putting to everybody right. else. I'm absolutely serious. And <sighs> that's something that we've known in the scene for a long time. Think back even to UFGT when Keats had... The, what was it the stank police stank police, yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a long running thing so it's absolutely real <laughs> i'm totally serious. Uh, okay all right it's not to say that you need to have taken a shower on that day but just just don't don't smell. be a nuisance yeah come on come don't on smell man all uh. right let's move on to the first one then so what is your biggest Pet peeve in the fighting game community. I think this may have been inspired by Brian F's tweet, which he asked a similar question. To
2: him. Oh, what did he say?
1: Well, same, same thing. Oh. I think it really looked basically the same. Yeah, yeah um, same thing. I'm, I'm looking it up now. But what do you guys have to say as far as initial responses to this?
2: Uh man, I got I got a lot.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna uh... need more than ten minutes here. <laughs> Uh, well, we had, we had a time lot of it, to... I guess,
2: has to do actually more with um, like stream vulture, like stream viewers, okay. and actual FGC culture. So uh, I get real. I get. <sighs> I don't know how to put this. I get very frustrated when people are watching a stream, and they'll see like I don't know, Punk take fifth place rather than first at a tournament, and the fucking tournament chat just floods of washed 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 he sucks washed i'm just like man you're all first and foremost you're all stuck in bronze and street fighter 5 so you all suck secondly just because you don't win one tournament doesn't mean you're washed up shut up you sound stupid like it, it just I, I get irrationally angry about it okay uh, so that's that's definitely a pet peeve of mine i hate so i just feel like there's a bunch of like fourteen year old kids in chat that don't actually know what washed up means and it pisses me off. And I wanna like shake my old man Kane at them be like, You don't know what washed up is. This can't, that's washed up, not punk. You know like I wow. I, I wanna, I wanna... <laughs> That's that's a shot at Jade because I asked him to come on and he didn't respond to me until like an hour before we went live so
1: Anyway. Uh, not
2: anyways. Right.
1: Yeah, Brian, yeah I have speed awesome. yeah it was just you know what I want to hear. What are your fighting game pet peeves in game culture habits competitions whatever? That's the tweet, as I
4: mean, they say.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Well, what else? Or maybe, maybe. What we'll else? The... your gears. Uh... Yeah. Before we Before we go back to Brock for the next one, uh, James, do you have one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I actually have a couple of them. I mean, some of them more serious than others. But, I mean, kind of uh, piggybacking off of what uh, Tubo said, I mean, one of my biggest pet peeves is the um, tribalism between fighting games. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of people, like, you're watching Street Fighter Five on stream just to talk about how much you think Street Fighter Five sucks or okay, yeah. you're waiting for this game to start and you're, and it's <laughs> well, guilty. Marvel Ge- baby. Yeah. And you're watching and it's guilty gears playing right now. And you're waiting for MK to start. And you're just like, why do people play anime games are stupid. da da da. You know, like that kind of shit. Like that's the irrationally angry one for me, you know, for the, for the, I like, I preach that all the time. Like, stop it. Right. Because, you know, rising tide, you know, raises all boats, things, you know, that kind of things. And, it's I, 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 I get so frustrated that because it's so harmful to our scene, it does absolutely nothing. And what it does actually do is it propagates other people to start talking shit about other games like I could be someone who has absolutely no problem with killer instinct. And I'm just on the chat, and I'm sitting here watching my Killer Instinct, and then this person jumps in here, it's like I'm waiting for Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. What is this garbage? And then you're like, Killer Instinct's awesome, and they're like, Killer Instinct's stupid because blah blah blah. And so you try to talk smack back to them, and so you're, well at least it's not dumb like Blaze Blue Cross Tag. And then eventually you start believing it, and so it just kind of propagates that you went from I have no problem with this game, but because someone's talking shit about your game, you talk shit. About About their game and then you start believing that and it's just like it's such a it's such a defeating kind of negative spiraling you know snowball that goes down the hill and and I hate that like if you just don't like the game or something just say this game doesn't appeal to me I don't like it as much as some other game or just don't say anything at all just let people enjoy their stuff now of course that's never gonna happen because it's the internet and we live on a world and have society. So that's never going to happen, but that's why it's a pet peeve of mine. David,
2: do you have one?
1: Uh, seems right. Yeah, what I said back to Brian on the tweet that he had was, I just don't like it when people complain about things in normative sort of ways. Like, a move should work in a certain way. Uh the, thing, the reason I've been thinking about this so much lately is that in the MK scene, there are so many complaints about how hurt boxes and hitboxes interact.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm just super tired of it. Uh, and that's not the only scene that makes complaints about that sort of stuff. I just have been seeing it a lot in that lately. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm tired of it. When I, if I see something interact in a way that I'm not expecting, I think to myself, oh, I'll know about that for next time. And I won't put myself into that situation. Or if it worked out in my favor, great. Looks like I can do something I didn't think that I could do. I don't know. Why, why does the response go to how a move should be or should not be? You don't know that as a player. You don't have any insight as to what the move should or should not be. What the developer intended or intended not to be. I'm not even interested in what the developer intended. I don't care. It doesn't matter. That's not important to me at all. What matters to me is how i can interpret the way that things are so if i find something cool in a character or something weird or something dumb in a character whatever it is whatever aspect of this all that means to me is that now i've learned more rules of the game and now i can play in a way that's different than i thought before or i shouldn't play in a way that i thought i could play before that's that's it Mm -hmm. and sometimes things that are among my favorite things have been like this i you know just to Q and third strike could, new, could do a neutral duck and he would evade throws. That's... It pro- Should it be like that? I mean, did the developers intend that? <laughs> no. But who cares? Who cares that they didn't intend to do that? The fact is that it's there. By the it way... Gives him a new He gets to play differently. It actually creates more interesting gameplay. What's wrong with that? I, I like that a lot. So by, I just By, by the I'm way... In complaints.
0: I just want to add that I didn't know that he was technically airborne and that's why it works. Because someone did the Hugo anti-air grab and caught him out of that crouching frame and I was like, whoa, that was crazy. Yeah, so uh, just
1: that, I could do without that. I don't imagine that that's ever gonna change. Again, this is not just one scene that does it. And I've, I can certainly think back to times on shoryuken.com eighteen years ago of people right. having similar complaints. So I don't think that stuff's gonna change. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty tired of it. I can tell you that.
0: It's like everybody who says like I want a fighting game that's honest and it's all footsies and neutral, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh huh. You know you don't I
1: know. <laughs> trust me They've you both wild and they should be wild because yeah. those are the fun ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely man.
0: That's and, and, that's true like i said just just as a quick little thing obviously this is a bigger topic on its own but my serious pet peeve really is just the you know the 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 misogyny and the you know gender inequality in our community but this is a overall problem not an fgc problem yeah. necessarily yeah. So, that's so i think i may be life,
1: broader uh, than what he was looking yeah for exactly
0: which is why i don't want to get into it too much because that's all right
1: thing. in the next minute and a half too but it sounded like you had at least 30 things to talk about do you have any others
2: <laughs> uh I, the only thing i would be able to fit in the time frame is i hate people yelling out the games are dead I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it because it kills. It kills more games than actually should be dead. Yeah. Um. I guess. I guess I'll. I'll use a very strong example. Uh, Mr. Wizard stated after not including Marvel Infinite at Evo in 2017 or 2018 that the game was dead. Uh. At the time, Evo announced all their game lineups in January, so two weeks prior at Frosty Fausting's NBCI had a 250 man tournament in the middle of Chicago in the wintertime. So him just saying that, the next tournament had like 99 entrants, and it just got lower from there. Uh, so saying the games are dead when they're not dead is the worst possible thing you can do to any game. Just let the players play, uh, especially when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And generally when people go, oh, that game is dead, it's not dead. It's doing just fine. There's tons of people playing online. There's tons of people playing in tournament. Just Just let the people play the games they like. Fighting games don't die, dude. People are playing Sailor Moon
1: S. Fighting games do die, but there are plenty of games that are not dead, and really. I mean, there are so many different games that you can still play online. Even Marvel Infinite, it's around. People are playing it online right now. Mm-hmm. Lots of people play Infinite, and even more are
2: playing a Marvel 3 now. So uh, That may
1: be true, yeah. but even before COVID, the last time that James and I went to Super Arcade before that place closed. There was a whole Marvel Infinite tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were probably 20, 30 people there on just a random night, whatever that weekly was. And it had as many people as weeklies do for like almost any yep. game. So. I, guess, I guess
0: what I meant by, and I know we're out of time, but I just want to clarify. When I say fighting games don't die, yeah, you're right. Fighting games definitely can die. But the thing about it is they can come back. If they're being played, they're alive. You know what yeah, I mean? The, the reason why I brought up Sailor Moon S is because it's not that it lived this entire time and people have been playing it this entire time. Nobody played the game. And then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, people are playing the game. So right, that's right. kind of what I mean by that. By fighting games don't die, they can always be brought back. Any scene, any game can live as long as there's a reason. And this COVID's kind of proved it. Fight Fightcade 2, all these things, a lot of games have been coming back. You know, so I think that's cool.
1: (laughs) Like Goken dead and that he came back. (laughs) No, yeah. Some games can be like Melina dead and that they're just completely dead. They're gone. That's
0: cold, man. That's cold. That's going too far, David.
1: (laughs) Move on to tournament results. So we have made the intentional decision to minimize tournament results. It's down here near the end. Uh, We only put 15 minutes onto this, and I'm not sure that we'll do that. The. I think that it's just not that interesting to, like, recount who got top eight in every tournament in all the games. Yep. And so instead, what we're going to try to do is be a little bit briefer about it and to discuss anything that we thought was cool rather than just all the big results. Here's an Mm -hmm. example. CPT Online 2020 South America Number 2 happened over the past weekend. I was commentating, and it was a lot of fun. And it was won by Ja Leshe, Rashid player. Shushu got second. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this top eight for the diversity of characters it had. There were eight players in the top eight, that's how it works. But there were nine characters that were played, mm. and it wasn't, it wasn't like one guy, like, tried a character that he sucked with. Like, it was legit nine, and that, I thought, was super cool. And for the winner to be Jacques Leche is really interesting. He qualified over Capcom, over Shushu, who had qualified for Capcom Cup in the past. Which I think is is good. You know, it would have been cool for Shushu to have made it back. He hasn't been there since Street Fighter 4. But for Ja Leche to be there instead is super cool. He represents the Brazilian scene well. Uh, he's got a really fun Rashid. Extremely offensive. He, like, almost never... I've, Shushu probably did 30 wake-up spinning bird kicks. And <laughs> 25 of them hit. And they just did not convince him to stop. Right. They did not convince Ja Leche to stop. So I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. If you didn't watch it, check it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of sad, you know, for Shushu, because obviously he was one of the first people from Brazil to make it into the Capcom Pro Tour, if I'm not mistaken. He was, like, one of the early ones, uh, very, very early on. And I thought his Chun-Li was really strong. And, uh, I mean, look, (laughs) Femi was even saying, like, he was like, there might not be any Rashids at the Capcom. Well, here you go. And, uh, (laughs) look... Rashid was going to make it there. <laughs> it was going to happen eventually. But I honestly would have liked to have seen Shushu make there with Chun-Li because uh, I think Chun-Li is a strong character. I think she's one of the best. And I would have liked to have, you know, had somebody out there to be able to show that off. There's still a chance, obviously. Uh, yeah. But, you know, also, like I said, I just I, I just think Shushu is a strong player. I really liked what I saw from his Chun. And uh, I, I was kind of uh, rooting for him a little bit. So.
1: All righty. Did anybody watch the Tekken Online Challenge U.S. East? Nope.
0: Uh, unfortunately, no.
1: Alrighty, it was won by NG Obscura with Elisa and Ganryu. Nice. Who got second? I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just top three. Just top three, I'm curious. So.
1: Now I have to press reopen last tab. Spirogen <laughs> got second with Eddie. Dr. Blaze and Peanut got third with Lei. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay. All right.
1: All right, James, you, I believe, did commentary for this Celtic Throwdown 2020 online results.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't do the top eight. Uh, I just did one of the pools with Jammers, which, by the way, was the first time I commentated with Jammers, which was super cool, which was a lot of fun. Um, But uh, the person who won it was uh, Rikenman, I think is it, Rikenman Barnett, uh, who was a really, 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 really solid Monat player. In fact, had that crazy side switch reset that I I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. And then I like think High Fight or Logan tweeted it and was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. So I'm glad I wasn't the only one, but it was really <laughs> sick. And uh, basically crush counters and juggles with the slide. But you know how Monat slide kind of snaps at the end? Like she'll slide, hit you from the front, juggle you, and then she just teleports to the other side. Okay. It's like the yeah. craziest thing. And uh yeah. But I, I was really...
2: Was really cool.
0: Yeah, really, really happy for that player. And clearly was one of the stronger players. And, you know, I was talking about it with Jammers. It's interesting because, you know, yes, the nerf to Monat for V-Trigger 1 going from 2-bar to 3-bar was a big nerf. But she's still a strong character. So I was yeah. really surprised to see the drop-off on people playing this character. So I was really glad to see someone, you know, sticking with her and still able to take a tournament like Celtic Throwdown. And also obviously want to just point out the fact that the Celtic Throwdown tournament was, you know, a charity tournament uh, in honor of Black Lives Matter. And that was kind of the main theme of the tournament there. So make sure I wanted to get that message across and get people to, you know, uh, realize, you know, the, the cause of the event,
1: so. Second seven was won by Noble K wist with Aron.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, the I hadn't even heard about this, but Japan Esports Grand Prix. By the way, esports was spelled lowercase E, capital S, Sports Grand Prix. Yeah.
0: Well that's Sweet. the only way they can get Jesu to be spelled that way, right? Well,
1: Jesu, this was actually streamed at Jesu's channel, so it was right. definitely a Jesu event. Yep. And they had a few different games not just street fighter there was clash royale and PUBG, as well as well as pro evolution soccer 2021 20- tubaware's favorite game and the prize
2: I, I actually do like that game i'm not oh. gonna lie maybe not 21 but i i've played oh. pro evo hey guys
0: it's- by the way we talked about the other tekken event where kudans came out as the final boss all of a sudden and- out of nowhere apparently same thing happened at this event that obscure obscure had a chance to win 500 more by beating final boss Joey Fury, but Joey ah. but Joey beat him. So shout outs to Shay, thank you for that information there.
1: I like I really like that thing that idea of yeah. having the final boss. These events is super fun to me, yeah. Especially because they've won both times so far. That's so sick. You win a whole tournament and then you have a final boss and you still get dunked. Dude, I love it,
0: Fugu. I would do that <laughs> so readily just let me know <laughs> just let me know dude
1: <laughs> so in the street fighter 5 event like every top japanese player was there and it was uh, some of what i saw was really good of course it was won by Fudo with poison and armika but what i thought was cool was that this player Huguchi was there i feel like i heard about this player like a week ago for the first time right two weeks ago maybe he was the one who beat Where daigo right he did yeah and the first in the Street Fighter League pro Mm -hmm. JP preseason event. And now he got top eight again, he got fifth. It was Fudo, then Gachikun, then Bonchan, then Daigo, then Higuchi, John Takeuchi, and Moke and Crusher. So, and to go on, even outside of the top ten was all the good players. It's actually ridiculous. Kichipamu, Mochi, Momochi, Sako, and Nemo, and Machibo, and Nauman, and Johnny, and Dogura. (laughs) And Fujimura, and Itazan, and Ryusei, and Tokido, and Trashbox. And Shuto, we're all 17th place, is what I'm trying to get at. So it was mega stacked. Mega stacked. And this Kinaguchi gets in there in the top 8! I'm just super impressed, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of this player. He's a really unique guy, very strong.
0: I know, I know Fugu helped with that event a little bit or something. I'm not sure, Fugu. you have to let me know. But he says that Fudo now officially represents Japan. Da, 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 da. And uh, he is the Japanese SFV representative to the world representing Japan. So uh, he got a special Jap- Japan representative jersey
1: as well. Well, I'm happy for Fudo because... So I watched a little bit of the Street Fighter League, the, you know, which now has begun, begun in Japan and fudo is in He's team captain of one of the teams and he said something like uh, i'm tired of getting second place at these <laughs> events like i'm tired of i'm i'm tired of i believe he was he phrased it as i'm tired of congratulations but <laughs> <laughs> cuz <'Cause> he yes, <laughs> but oh. congratulations but you got second place yeah he's tired of that so he Ow. i'm glad that he won I think that's so
0: cool. Ugh, that hurts <laughs> <laughs> oh hey man be-
1: there's studies that
2: say being second place is way more painful than being third place. Yeah, well, hold,
1: oh so yeah, for sure, so, for sure, for yeah. sure. I could see that. Yeah. In addition, uh, Jason wanted us to let everybody know that Japan's first Cloud Parsec tournament happened for Marvel 3. This was yeah. run by Zula at Zula3 on Twitter. First nice. place got a 10,000 yen Amazon certificate, second place, 5,000, third, 3,000. And the archive is available at youtube.com slash Kurohari, which is K-U-R-0-H-A-R-I. RF won it with Morgan Doom Virgil. i like to point
2: out that Cyber Japan Agent was fourth. Dang, and you're yeah. right. And as far as I know, he didn't play Marvel 3 before. He came in with Marvel Infinite. Really? So I thought he played Marvel 3. If, if he played Marvel 3 before, I had never seen him play. I've I seen I thought a lot he... of the Japanese players, like strong Japanese players play. So maybe he just wasn't one of the stronger ones before. Um, hmm. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me looking at the list of players at RF1. That that made sense to me. Interesting. Yeah. I guess, anyway, anyway, yeah, there you go. Super... Jason says he played, just never saw it. That, that yeah. makes sense then. Okay. Yeah.
1: Shout-outs to, to ninth place Quasar, who played Point Shenko Dante Frank.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he just he just used yeah. to point Shenko to uh, transform and then tag him. Into a
1: game yeah, game.
2: build the meter.
0: Yeah. Oh, DHC. Okay, let's go.
1: <laughs> that's it for results. That's
0: the ju- that's using Juggernaut on point in Marvel Two. <laughs> yeah,
1: right.
0: You know, I wonder if they designed Shenko that way on purpose to almost be a, a Juggernaut homage. You know. <laughs>
2: Now that I think about it, I never realized how similar that was. Well, she would be a much better character if she was a Juggernaut homage. because Well, I mean,
0: Juggernaut, cool. you just use them to come in as an assist to punch people a lot, right? Oh, yeah. So,
1: yeah, you uh, kill a character once you got that glitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's move on to a few things about game news that we didn't touch on before. Let's talk about Virtua Fighter.
0: Interesting. Virtua
1: Fighter X Esports was announced. There's not a lot of info on what this means. On Twitter, they had a little video, which was a set of clips basically of top players from the past uh, in Virtua Fighter and said Virtua Fighter X Esports. Does this mean that there's going to be a new VF game? Are they going to make a new one? Is this an announcement of a new one? It seems unclear. Yes. Is it said... Be a pro tour for VF Five Final Showdown, or is it going to be an update to VF Five?
2: No, no. I think, no it's, do you think it's a There's brand way. new game. I think I yeah, think it has to be. It has to be a brand new game. I think they're going to reboot Virtual Fighter and just call it Virtual Fighter. That's that's what I think is happening. uh, I
1: mean, yeah, it's going to be like Killer Instinct or Mortal Kombat, which are actually like KI3, MK9. I mean,
0: I think that there's a good chance that they might just remaster like an old game, like just take Final Showdown because they already know its balance and everything and people like the game. Maybe just give it a new coat of paint, maybe just add one character or two characters to it or something like that. They could just call it Virtual Fighter. I don't know if they're, like, I don't know. I just don't believe Sega's gonna make a completely brand new Virtua Fighter. Not after all this time, not after, you know, I, I just don't know. I just, I, I, I can't well, make myself believe Think about believe
2: how it. much time was in between Virtual Fighter 4 and 5, right? Wasn't there a good, like, vf Oh, I
1: thought, I thought
2: there was a good, like, five or six year gap there.
1: Oh, maybe, but VF5 came out in mid-2000s. I wanna say 2006 or, yeah, or seven? Yeah, that's,
2: that's true. Forever weird, right?
1: ago. And then final showdowns update was I think 2010. Yeah, I like, wasn't a VF head, but these are my this is my memory. I, I feel, so it's been a really long time since the last VF game came out. Like I'm not. I am, uh, Ryan, baby. I'm, I'm not, not trying to throw, throw. I'm not I'd to... be surprised if there was a new VF game. I, Look, that would man, be, yeah, but I would be surprised.
2: Killer Instinct came out like 10 years after like Ki Gold, right? Yeah, Something but Killer like Instinct 10, 15 years later. Killer Instinct has this yeah, different things.
0: kind of cult. I mean, like I don't know. Like it's kind of Does different. It?
1: I don't, I don't well look in the US maybe not just in the US but in the west KI maybe did have that but VF was super huge yeah. in Japan but it really exactly, was a gigantic team. Exactly. and they but had even, a even later in Japan VF came out in the arcades only which But even
0: was... in Japan didn't didn't Tekken kind of overtake Virtual Fighter I kind of remember saying that I mean maybe someone like Fugu can clarify that exactly how the how how Japan scene went for uh, virtual Fighter. I
2: don't know. I just I feel but like also if you're Sega and you're watching Namco banking with six million copies of Tekken Seven sold, maybe you're like, hmm, time for us to make our
1: 3D fighter again. I hope they do. I, uh, I, think look, I just don't. expect them. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the the announcement would have been new Virtual Fighter, and there's going to be esports. It wouldn't just be <laughs> Virtual Fighter. Maybe that's what the announcement was
2: because they it just said Virtual it. Fighter. It's it just said Virtual Fighter. We I, don't know. I, I,
1: I look. They would say that it's, they would make it clear. They wouldn't make it be like, oh, is there a new Virtual Fighter? No, they want you to, if there's a new one, they want you to know there's a new one. Look, uh,
0: I again, I, I, I got my hopes up last time with that weird announcement with the Sega Shanshiro's kid or whatever like that. Yeah, you yeah. know, I got my hopes up then. I don't want to get my hopes up now. Of course, I would love it if Sega made a new Virtua I I want them to because it's like one of the franchises that I feel like deserves to keep living like a lot of the others. One of the... You know, I, I'm a big person on history and all that stuff like that. So, like, I would love to see Virtual Fighter make a comeback with a brand new game. Do I think Sega's really going to go and spend that much money on a brand new game, all that stuff like that? I just don't see it. I, 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 In my heart, I don't believe Sega would be willing to spend that much money on that, given Sega's current status and... Plus, another thing, like, I mean, we've seen their history with all the Sonic games. Like, it's just, it's not a pretty sight with what Sega's doing these days. You know, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would imagine the Team Sonic isn't going to be working on Virtual Fighter 6. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a whole different squad of people,
1: man. Yeah. We know a little bit more information about King of Fighters because there was news for King of Fighters. Yeah. for KOF. 2002 Ultimate Match. It's getting a rollback netcode patch on Steam, and there's going to be a beta test starting very soon, October 1st to October 15th.
0: Now, this is a bigger deal than it sounds. While it is Code Mystics, it's a different hardware platform.
2: Yeah, it's not. Than,
0: than the 98 platform and all that, and Samurai Showdown and stuff. So, Code okay. Mystics uh, implementing this on a new hardware system, on new, you know. Uh, on new emulator, I guess code you could almost call it. I mean, maybe Neo Geo is really getting them to just be their rollback netcode experts. And so maybe this is potential sign for King of Fighters 15. You know? I think that there's a lot of potential and a lot of, again, scary to set yourself up for this because it's going to be like, maybe this means, and then they're like, here's King of Fighters 15 with delay-based
2: netcode, and we're just going to be like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, I am, uh, I'm real not happy with SNK, and I've made that vocal on my Twitter page. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not counting on SNK to give us good netcode for King of Fighters 15. I don't think it will be. I, I hope... I hope for the best, but I'm expecting the worst. Um, but yeah, like you said, Code Mystics doing this for King of Fighters 2002 UM is notable because, it, I, from what I understand, is it's not emulated. It was actually ported to. PC. Oh, it's Not an emulation. Okay. So they're having to go in the actual game code ground up to do this. Okay. Uh, so it could be being used as a test ah. to do this for games like Samurai Showdown or KOF 14 or 15, etc., etc. so So that's why it's a bit more notable than 98 or sam show five special and things like that getting rolled back because they were they were on an emulation type service or whatever that made it easier and 2002 um is not on that they're having to do it from the ground up from what i understand i could be wrong that's the gist of what i've read i
0: i know you feel the same way i do and olaf does about this uh tubo but like me and uh, Olaf were talking at lunch today and we were just like, man, if they ported rollback netcode into Samurai Showdown, Samurai Showdown, can you just imagine like the kind of resurgence that game, I feel game like, would go. I feel like a lot of people would jump back into
2: it. Cause honestly, it's yeah, the netcode that's real. Like I'd be playing it more. <laughs> uh, I would, I would probably go full time Sam show stream. Like I don't even yeah. think I'd Marvel anymore, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe like one day a week I do Marvelous like something special. But if I had Sam show with rollback netcode, I love that game. Why would yeah. I, why would I not play that? You know? Exactly.
0: So I feel like that's a big deal, but again, it's just, it's so hard because like, I just don't want to get my hopes up for this and then just have, it turns out that nothing happens and I'm just going to be like,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're wary. Like the rest of us should be, yeah. you know? like it's, mm-hmm. we've been burnt too many times in the past. Our heart is, crushed and broken and it's hard to let ourselves open emotionally yeah. to these promises from game devs <laughs> at <to> this point. <laughs> Lumina, I've been
0: banned by you before. before. What's
1: Even that? before what are you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> What was that? What I, just happened? I just I, don't know,
1: I, I heard James talking in my headset. I, or yeah, I mean I don't know what headset, words he is right there next to me as we're sitting here.
0: I just I did I did a quote from a movie, that's all that's Anyway
1: all, so. Even apart from what this may say for other games, I just think it's really cool for a 2002 UM. A lot of people are huge fans of that game. And yep. it's super cool that they get a chance to play this game just by itself. That is cool. So congrats to them. That's awesome. Samurai Showdown, speaking of some news about that game, it's coming to Xbox Series X and Xbox Series
2: S. Who the hell is going to buy that when you can just backwards compatible play the Xbox One version? But here's the question. Maybe
0: they are developing Rollback Net Code and they want to put it on a new plot. Uh, see, I'm doing it again. No, no, no. You're right. Yeah. W- why would you want it when you could just play it on the old. Yeah. Yeah, my my theory is, mean, look,
1: it. they've already made it for... It's What has it been on? It's been on everything. Stadia. It's been on Xbox, and it's been on PlayStation, and it's been on PC, and it's been on Stadia. It's been all over the place, so... Yeah, I why not on Xbox Series <laughs> X or whatever.
2: I just... Uh, uh, why? Who's gonna buy that?
1: More importantly, have you heard about this new game for the Nintendo Switch? Kirby Fighters 2. Kirby <laughs> Fighters 2? No, Kirby. no way! way Seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm... Serious. Kirby Fighters 2 not only announced, but also <laughs> already available. What? The way you talked about it... Why am I on the
2: stream right now?
0: The way you said the name of that game sounded like Uncle Roger, dude. You were like, Kirby Fighter! <laughs>
1: so, Kirby Fighter 2. Kirby Fighter 2. Sequel to everybody's favorite game, which I now know existed, Kirby Fighters. <sighs> and I,
2: I have, was... I have seen maybe fifteen minutes of the game being played. <laughs> yeah. And it looked like the most boring version of Smash Brothers I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. What if Smash only had Kirby, like <laughs> like fifteen different Kirby's, hi, and then hi, hi, and, <laughs> and hi. then also ddd and Meta Knight. What if Smash only had those? Uh, there's like one other, I think. That's it. And, and
2: the, it didn't look like there was any, like, you couldn't knock anybody off a platform from no, They yeah. just have life bars and you yeah, just die? Yeah, they life
1: bars instead. That's right. That's right. And dumb, I've man. already That's seen, funny. in fact, the day it released, I saw a clip of a Wrestler Kirby, because Kirby has all these, like, different yeah. types or whatever. Wrestler Kirby was already doing a 100% damage combo.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Wrestler <laughs> Kirby. All right. That's my main.
1: That's my main.
2: Yeah, that game That game looks super whack. I'm sorry if there's any fans of it out there, but everything I've seen, super not exciting or original.
1: Alright, um, well, there was one... Or That's it for stuff that I had written before, but I also wanted to, uh, to uh, mention that as we have been on the air, there was an announcement from Arc System Works on Twitter. <laughs> Important announcement regarding Arc Revo America 2020. This just in. Due to the ongoing situation with the (laughs) COVID-19 pandemic and the concerns raised by the community, it is with a heavy heart that we announce that the ARC Revo Online America 2020 final event originally scheduled for December of this year is officially cancelled. We set the original date with the optimistic hope that such an event would be feasible by the end of the year. But unfortunately, conditions are still not safe enough for us to run the event in Uh, confidence. With the final event cancelled, we will be redistributing the prize pool equally between the regional qualifier events. So officially it's over. I think that's probably the right call. Again, at Mm -hmm. least in this country. Like if Mm -hmm. there's other places in the world that are being less stupid about it. Maybe it could have been placed somewhere else, but I guess they just wanted to cancel the thing. And I think that's pretty reasonable. I am happy at least that the prize pool is being redistributed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's cool then. It
1: just sucks, man. Fuck COVID. <sighs> yeah, and look, Capcom Cup is supposed to happen in December 2020.
0: I thought didn't they say they were going to move it to 2021 or something like that or I don't remember.
1: <clears throat> if so, I missed that.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll see. No,
1: it's not that the tour is over, it's that the finals were going to be offline. The rest of the events are online and mm-hmm. then the winners would be like at the physical location. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I guess that even that's not going to happen now. But the, the online events that were going to be the qualifiers will still take place, my understanding is. Oh, they did announce that Capcom Cup will be in 2021? Wow. When did they say that? And did we talk about it on this show? Because I really... Think I don't...
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember them saying 2021, but I don't even think that's going to happen, to be honest with you. I don't even think that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I'd probably not, man. So depressing.
0: <laughs> yeah, like five months ago.
1: <laughs> The winners of each tournament will be awarded qualification spots to participate in the Capcom Cup 2020, scheduled to be held in the spring of 2021. This is on their official site. Wow. Yep. I feel like I totally missed that. Either that or it happened months ago in my spring covid twenty
2: twenty one. So they're, they're, they're planning way in the future. Yeah. But again,
0: even that I think is optimistic. Yeah. Even that
1: I think is optimistic. Yeah, just just have it in Japan or Taiwan or something. I don't know. Well, the American well, the players wouldn't be... Americans,
2: obligated. we're not allowed to fly anywhere, dude.
1: They won't have us, okay. you know? But, but why Why do we screw it up for everybody else? It's true. I mean, it's I, I,
2: I, I, I agree with that sentiment, but... It's true. You know, a lot of players would be very upset, is all I can say.
1: Two players would be upset, because there's only two... Sure. In fact, they're not even US qualifiers, they're NA qualifiers, so... Yeah. They could be from... Canada, we'll see. Not all of them have played yet. It's
2: going to be four, right? Because there's two
0: west Four, you're right. Yeah. yeah. There's,
1: there's two in yeah. east and west. Yeah. You're right.
2: Yeah, ban yeah, America. I feel,
1: I feel like that's the better solution is just not to let us compete and have it take place in some place where it could work. But...
2: A backlash would be not good for Capcom is what oh. I'm imagining They're thinking. I don't
1: know. Anyway, that's all I got for the news on this front talk a little bit about this xbox series x because some stuff came out about it today that seems really positive yeah there have been some embargoes on information about people who had gotten copies or not copies but you know advanced uh prototypes or whatever it is pre-release so that they could review it and talk about it and now some of those have come out
2: yeah i mean everything that i've read looked really really cool um Everybody's super stoked about the solid-state drives and how fast the system boots up and Hmm. how easy it was to uh, download games and transfer games. And the menu looked really good from the screenshots and videos I saw. Uh, There's so so there's some games that are uh, Xbox One games that are not frame rate locked, and a lot of those games got tested on the Series X. Um, For example, I want to say Sekiro was ran at, like, 40 frames per second or something like that on the old console and now runs at a smooth 60. Oh, nice. So things like that are going to be really cool for people playing their older games. Um, It also gives me hope for games like Bloodborne that are stuck at 30 frames per second on Sony's console. Uh, Maybe because everything's backwards compatible from PS4 to PS5, maybe that game can be played at 60 frames per second now. Like, who knows? All right.
1: like if the PS5 does the same kind of thing that the Xbox Correct. did. Yeah. So,
2: well, I mean, it should. They, they said there's yeah. going to be a select amount of games that are enhanced, right. and then all PS4 games basically will be backwards yeah. compatible.
1: Yeah, just a question so, of whether the same kind of thing would work.
2: Exactly. So, yeah. weirdly enough, like, all the see those positive stuff about the Xbox made me even more excited for Sony's console.
1: Fair enough. Sony
2: Sony now has a super dope solid-state drive, too. So, you would imagine that the same stuff would apply to, to both consoles that are now using state-of-the-art solid drives
1: in general i'm not super great at picking out whether a game is running at 30 or 60 frames a second but in the video that i saw which was doing side-by-side comparisons of game running on series x and a game running on xbox one where it was like 30 to 40 and 60 consistently on the other side i actually did notice it and i'm yeah. not sure that i would be able to tell if it was just like on my crappy monitor without having side by side but and it, it did actually tests. look nicer. I mean, seriously. And there were fewer instances of screen tearing. It, it did look better.
2: Yeah, I, I if a game is running at 30 frames per second, and like I'm playing a console game, I can absolutely tell. Like, right yeah. away, I can tell. that It, it I just mean, feels muddier.
0: Dude, even on freaking Twitch, if I'm watching, like, if I lower the resolution to 30 frames per second, I can definitely tell the difference between that and Oh, yeah, and dude.
2: Like... The other day, David was streaming, he was testing his stuff. I was like, why are you streaming at 30 frames per second? I didn't
1: pull up anything at all. I just could tell it was right, yeah. 30 frames
2: per second. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that the solid state drive is super sick. The little quick save feature, I forget what it's actually called, but they there's a feature where you can basically do a save state, oh, like, okay. you, like you're playing an emulator and huh. you can then go play some other game for a while and it will save your previous game oh, on the ssd oh, and then that's you can go back sick. and turn it back on and you'll be at that spot and the loading's really fast that's sick yeah i mean,
4: Man,
2: look. I thought being able to like turn off your console at a game and then come back to it later and the game is still there yeah that was like the big update for a ps4 or xbox one right now you can just, like, switch to other games and do that as that's, soon as that's really yeah. Quick
1: Resume. Okay, yeah. I think that's awesome. So, I mean, look, yeah, we, really that. yeah. we,
2: we
0: obviously talked a lot of smack on the Xbox One, but, again, people don't remember that, you know, it keeps switching on the consoles, right? The previous generation, it was all about the 360 and the PS3 kind of sucked, right? And I used to make fun of the PS3. Everyone used to talk about Giant Crab and all that stuff like that, you know? and But, like... <laughs>
1: Uh, if, classic. Yeah, if we,
0: classic. if we, <laughs> if, if this generation, it turns out that Xbox Series X is a much better console, and they learn from a lot of their mistakes from the Xbox One. I'm all for it, man. Yeah. I'm all down with that.
1: Look, I just don't care, and even I've never really cared about Xbox versus PlayStation or whatever. Ever since right. I was a kid, I mean, true. Sure, as a kid, that I think the Super NES was better than Genesis, yeah. But I, ever since I've been. 10 or 12 or whatever however old i was ever since who cares so i've never been like opposed to any console with the exception that i thought the xbox one and the connect were really stupid and so i was actually opposed that's but that's the only instance of that's me just because like, you were
2: worried about I, the xbox listening to you dude. of
1: course i was and it turned out later that oh, i was right mean. that the government actually was listening in on that stuff.
2: they're listening to you right now on your phone
1: Look, I can minimize
2: that kind of stuff
1: or I can maximize it. I mean, uh, whatever. In the 21st century, all right? A, Silence. Yeah,
2: that's my that's my point. You live here. It's, it's I do and
1: here. I can't change anything about that. My but Google speaker is listening to me right now. Myself by sending them data about my heart rate and whatever other nonsense. So other than that, I've never been opposed to any console, but uh, yeah, I mean we'll see i'm down to, I'm down to buy either one of these. I don't really yeah. care whichever one seems good. they both seem like it could be good.
0: I actually think one of my favorite articles on the new consoles coming out was someone did get their hands on like the the Xboxes and they brought it to an IKEA and they took pictures of all the different shelves and how well the consoles would fit in the shelves. <laughs>
1: Let's see. it actually is so good.
0: I thought that was actually really. I was like, "This is so cool!" So you just saw all these pictures of it lying down and standing up in all the different shelves. That was actually fun. Cool. That.
1: That's super yeah. smart. I'd love to
0: know. Yeah, I retweeted that. I got that from Derek okay. Daniels. So
2: yeah.
1: Okay. Wow, well, check it out. Cool. All um, right. Anything else to say about this?
2: Uh, uh, Sony, step your shit up. I want to see more about your console. It comes out in a month, man.
1: It's true. I saw an article today on Kotaku.com that I thought was really good, where they were comparing and contrasting the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. And the compare and contrast was about which console would you rather sit on? What? What? <laughs> James, which console would you rather sit on, like a seat? Was would it be the Xbox Series X or would it be the PlayStation Five? I would that
0: rather be curious. I would rather be a Macaffer. That's all I'm saying. So,
1: <laughs> I'd rather
2: sit on the Xbox. It's a it's a it's a, it's a box. It's like a PC tower.
1: It's clearly the right answer. Yeah, but a lot of, of people had really funny answers for why they would pick the PS5. So I thought that was a funny article. Uh,
0: we already talked about that last week, uh, Broly Got Back. We talked about the uh, Xbox buying all those companies out there. Or is the Bethesda yeah. a new one? Nope, that was no, part no, no, of it. That's, yeah, that was part of it. Yeah, okay. Part of it.
1: But hey, Broly Got Back, thank you for gifting the sub. Yeah. Much hey, obliged. Man. That's it. That's Ooh. all we got as far as news mm-hmm. goes. Can you believe in the outrage of the week, in my opinion, the most outrageous thing that's happened in the United States of America over this past week was that there was a spelling bee competition and they didn't invite me. <laughs> Can you believe there was an FGC slash Smash competition for who could spell the bestest and they didn't they didn't invite me. I'm trying to figure like, out what right now. The it? Do it. So apparently it wasn't invitations, you had to like fill out like an application or whatever it was. but. They had some straight-up bums in there who lost in round such one. As, such as? Easy easy stuff. Who were the bums, David? Tell they us about had, the bums. They had Alex Jabali in there. <laughs> he, he immediately deleted himself. Uh, look, look oh, I'm man. not sure... I
0: I'm not sure who's more angry, David for not getting invited to spelling bee, or Tubo for not getting invited to Among
2: Us, dude. <laughs> dude, I was I was legitimately hurt when they didn't invite any any of us three. Yeah, to, oh,
1: they're never to gonna practice. invite. Me. I I know they're not gonna invite me. That would be. They they couldn't That'd handle. That
2: would be really good for stream. That's what I would. Have they couldn't, They'd couldn't handle. Be really that. good for the stream. <laughs>
1: Did the spelling? No, the spelling bee was just if you get it wrong once, you're out. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Hey, for look, sure.
0: I got my first. I got my Nintendo Entertainment System because my dad promised me if I won that spelling bee when I was in fourth grade that he would buy it for me. And you best believe I won that spelling bee. <laughs> and then I was like, I get my Nintendo, and the look on my dad's face was like, great. Googly moogly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't expect you to actually win. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I mean, but... People were going
1: out in this competition to, like, allegiance.
0: What? And Are you serious? I'm seri-
1: serious. Yes. And there was one that was even worse. I forget what it was, but, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, look, I know my there spelling.
1: There were people there who definitely were good. Like, Toph had apparently gone far in his... uh Elementary or middle middle school competition and he made it the second place whoever won it was like there were some good spellers, but there were also some people where, Come on look. I, I know
0: I know My uh, Spelling has deteriorated over the years. It's it's pretty bad now But I mean growing up I was an amazing speller and I probably would have did better than a lot of these guys on that stream so
1: so, so they also had lifelines that you could do, you could like, yeah, so you could phone a friend or you could spell up to a certain point in in the word and then be like, all right, what's the next letter? If you had only one that you were concerned about, uh, or you could just skip a word and just be like, all right, give me another one. And somebody, I believe did that with diminished. What? Diminished.
0: Um, All right. Like at least least for connoisseur, I would have to figure out if there was one S or two S. You know, like, I feel I feel like I would have to ask for that one. But for diminished?
1: Diminished.
2: Oh. All right, David, spell spelled cornucopia right now. Go.
1: C-O-R-N-U-C-O. Oh, now, I forgot where I am in the word. Wow,
2: you're out. You're done. You're Alex and Bailey. You're done.
1: C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-E-I-A.
0: In my, in my, I, I in that, that spelling bee that I won, by the way, you were not allowed to start all over. You were, if you made a mistake, you were done and you just stopped. So basically, what, when it came down to the final two people, when you misspelled a word, the other person had to spell that word correctly and then another word correctly and I accidentally fucked up on abdomen because I just said a d a b d o like that, and then they said I, I had to step back. And then the other person spelled it wrong because I think they just flubbed it, and then I ended up uh, winning afterwards, so it was close. It was very, very close.
1: Words like pneumono, ultramicroscopic, siliconovolcanoconiosis are not hard to spell, it's just a question of, like, do you get lost in where you are in the word? Right. But, like, there's no, no part of that is, like, hard to sp- Like, you know how to spell all those parts, the individual parts. Oh, for sure. shit! It's just a question hey, of putting
0: Maximilian, dude! Hi. Thanks, buddy! Shout Appreciate outs it, buddy. to Maximilian, and dude.
1: Tier 1 subs gifted to the community. Thanks a lot, dude. Thanks for hanging out. As per usual. Uh, that's awesome. Anyway, uh, anything else uh, you all want to chat about before we skedaddle here? Uh, uh,
2: I feel like streaming, so I might stream after this. All right. That would be nice. Might, I, I just yet.
0: have to use my computer for editing so I can never stream on a, after the Tuesday show. However, I will say that tomorrow I'll probably try to do the um, – uh, I'll probably try to do an all-day stream tomorrow. I know the debate's going on. I don't know if I care enough to want to watch it. I just, it's just, I think it would make me too mad. So I might try to avoid it at this point. Yeah, but I know
2: I feel too, man. I, I think it's just gonna piss me off too much.
0: So, I'm gonna stream early in the day. I'm gonna play some Tepin. And uh, there may be a chance that someone's going to jump in and reveal a new card coming up for the new season on my stream tomorrow. And so that'll be cool. But I'll also cool. I'll also be setting up the um, I'll probably be setting up a uh, Jasmine donation fund uh, tomorrow as well to help me cover the cost of Jasmine's uh, abscess operation. Uh, sure. It's sure been kind of rough honestly just hey, mentally dealing with it with my cat because she's stubborn and she's so good at getting the cone off of her head and she keeps licking the wound and oh it's just like I've never had to deal with this before so I'm like stressing out about it and uh yeah. you know I'll uh, tomorrow I'll show you pictures of the before after I'll show you pictures of the receipt as well just so you know you know exactly how much it cost me and everything like that just as, like I said on Twitter, I already can tell you that I paid more for that for that operation than Trump paid in one single year for taxes. So you know,
2: <sighs> but
0: you
1: yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's tough. I'm glad that she is doing okay, but um, those those pictures are pretty tough. So if you're not, yeah,
2: it was gnarly.
1: Really you, you should probably warn people. Yeah, I'll she's, warn she's doing okay.
0: Yeah, but like I said, it's just like, uh, I. I have two cones on her head, and she keeps ripping them off. And as soon as she rips them off, she immediately goes to licking the wound. And so, like, she did it in the middle of the night. Yesterday, the the wound was, like, fully skinned. It was covered. It looked nice. And then I woke up this morning. All the cones were on the floor, and I looked at the wound. It was like the skin was torn off of it again and all this stuff. And I was like, God, Jasmine, please stop doing this. Like, it's (laughs) – I don't know. I don't know. God, I don't know what to do about it. Like, should I just stay should, awake uh, the whole
2: time? put a cone on her waist around her backside?
0: Or something, yeah. I yeah, <laughs> She
2: can't get to it. Maybe a oh, yeah, seriously, maybe. Give her a
0: dress, basically, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah oh. or maybe even clothes. I don't know if that would irritate it, but maybe putting your yeah. yeah. pants
1: on. Hey, I'm... we have a Thunder shirt. Could you use that? A what? A Thunder shirt. Do you know what those are? I don't they're... know. What... Okay, no. they're little cat. They're basically... Uh, extremely tight jackets for cats.
4: Okay, okay. And
1: the intention behind them is to make the cats settle down because they're, when they are wrapped oh. really tightly, kind of like yeah, chill yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. So we got one of those, and the intention was to use it for our cat, Lyra, who was a little bit uh, apprehensive at times. And she actually, it's super tight, right? We woke up. We put it on her before going to sleep. We woke up and uh, she had wriggled out of it during the night. So, Dude, cats <laughs> somehow are... she's able to escape a thunderstrip, which are specifically designed to be inescapable and to be extremely tight. And it was tight, but she did it. But if you would like to give it a try for your cat for an extra like attempt at protection, happy right. to give it to you. Cause we're
0: yeah, to I mean, it. like I said, it's it's on her backside. It's right on her butt. So like, I don't think that would help, to be honest with you. Okay. So. But yeah, it's... I uh, think uh, to
1: really got back for the sub. And yeah, yeah look, um, all Max. best wishes to Jasmine. She's yeah. a very cute little kitty cat.
0: Such a sweetheart too, but...
1: She definitely is. <sighs> but
0: I will, uh, like I said, I'll try to do a stream tomorrow for that. And then uh, uh, just to help me cover some of that cost. Because it's... it's uh, it's uh, it's not fun in this time, and uh, it's just a cost it's I don't not need. Anytime,
2: man,
1: but yeah, you know, that's, that's a tough amount for sure. Uh, speaking of the debate tomorrow, that is why we're doing the show tonight. I'm actually not sure if we ever said why we did the show tonight <laughs> on Monday night rather than on Tuesday I mean, night.
0: I did on my Twitter, so I did on my Twitter. We did on
1: Twitter. I just don't yeah. think we did on the I don't show. I just want
0: people to tune
2: in anyways and don't be a jerk.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, that's it. So I'll be watching it tomorrow. I kind of expect that I'll get mad about it too, but yeah. I feel like I should watch.
0: We'll but uh, also, again, if people have any feedback or any comments on the new overlays and stuff like that, I'm yeah, like I said, cool. I'm just extremely happy and, and 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 you know very pleased with myself I guess I can say you know about the way that it's designed I, I like the layout I think it's clean I think I like the topic board I think I've built a lot of awesome functionality into it you know automatically graying out the things that have passed already you know and with yeah. the timers and stuff like that so I, I I'm just I, I really like it. I just really I'm I'm happy with it, and it's just something I enjoy. Like, you try to debug this thing, and you're just like, why is not this working? But for some reason, I get a kick off of that. So you know, it's the that's way awesome. It works.
2: Yeah, so. still, dude. I'm super. I, I I think it looks great, and I'm stoked that you found something that gives you joy. Yeah, for sure. So that's
0: awesome. Yeah. For
1: sure. All, All right. right.
2: Well. I guess and, that's going to be that then.
0: And now, thanks to this, I also know how to make it so my token holder for my Soul Calibur streams, I can make the tokens rotate and stay rotated and stuff like that. So I'm just like, cool. That's the important stuff right there. That's, that's important. the important yeah. stuff. Uh, yep. <laughs> Little
2: things. <food. laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. I think All that's right. the Ultra Show. Yep.
1: Yep. That's correct. Thanks for hanging out with us for the last like three hours as we, you know, we're testing stuff and then getting. Back and the, to
0: the interesting show, so. thing is, are we still synced audio-wise? Like, are we still synced
2: audio-wise? Have we fallen off? Did you, uh, did at you all? kill the the local, the local recording?
0: No, I'm still recording it. Hmm. Honestly, I think it might be the video that I play at the beginning that messes everything up. So mm. I might not actually play the video because Tubo's hey, not in it.
1: However, anyway. it works good. That's yeah. fine. Totally fine with me.
0: We'll figure a way out to do it, or maybe I'll try to figure out a way to play it off of a web page or something like that, and just load the HTML instead of loading mm. the file or something like that. I'll figure out a way to do it, but I think because ever be since
2: video,
0: ever since I put that video, you <laughs> acted. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but like, uh, ever since I put that video in, is when I notice we get a lot more of the desyncs and problems with the actual local video. Because I've done four-hour streams on my channel, and I don't have these kind of same issues coming up. So that was kind of okay. Anyways, I'll shut up now.
1: All right. Well, all right, cool. Hey, Max, thanks again for all the gift subs. Much obliged. I hope that you're doing well out there hope the family's good. Yeah.
0: And again, if you guys want to help me with a with a new improved computer and stuff, there is a donation now. I'll put the donation link in the stream again. Um I guess the donation link is not on our site anymore. It's because it might have been right? because they changed the way the layout works. You have to click on the about to actually see it on the Ultra Chen channel or you can just use that tip link right there and that'll send uh, donations to the computer drive. Again, tomorrow, like I said, I'm going to do a separate donation drive for Jasmine.
2: Yeah, that uh, that link doesn't work, James.
0: That link doesn't work?
2: That link is completely broken. I just clicked
0: it. Oh, huh, weird. Okay. All right, I'll figure it out. But like I said, tomorrow I'll do the stream for the cat and stuff. And it sucks. I know that I'm sitting here like, pay me to give make my computer and my cat. But, like, it's the nature of the beast right now. So It's
2: just real life, man.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks, All right, guys, guys, for watching. We heard them. And uh, we will talk to you guys later. Uh, uh, where is it? There it is. Oh, yeah, nice. my, my cat knows the sound. <laughs> hey, y'all. got all excited.
1: tuboware does stream at twitch.tv slash Yeah, follow me and
2: stuff, thanks.
4: <laughs>